0: Eleven o'clock comics, episode one
1: hundred and ninety nine. Oh snap!
2: It's the penultimate
0: episode. Yeah. It
1: well, <laughs> was our last one, or- sure. Oh, oh which it won't be, you
0: unless, is David sending out memos now? Uh, no, but you're uh, you don't get the weekly memo. Who's
3: the former manager of Full Tilt What was his name? David. Oh, David. No.
0: <laughs> Miguel. Oh, <All> right. <laughs> I can Shout hear out. the whip, the whip oh, cracking. Oh, oh, Shout out to I, Miguel. I, I, I miss Miguel. I do too, and he won't. You all working? He will not return uh, emails. I, I send him an email. I send him a Skype. Uh, I am. He just won't return. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Let I me mean, yeah. go. Are you alive? Are you dead? Are you dead? We're not gonna <laughs> molest malash- Well, we're, 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 uh, it's I not, mean, hey, hey, hey. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Ooh. Are you salty? No. Don't be
1: mean to Alan that way. <laughs> he loves <really wouldn't> us
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh,
1: he loved the attention.
3: Oh, he, he did. did. Yeah, yeah. He. You could tell he was dancing on the other end.
0: Yes, sir. Love that. Man. All right, let's, let's get it on. Come on. I, mean, I have a lot to talk about. Do you? Oh, nice.
1: You want to talk about the uh, the new Peanuts stuff, right?
0: New. No. The, the what? That doesn't it's, exist to me. See,
1: it's funny. It I, I realized that over the past couple of days, how Vince feels about these this new Peanuts Very stories that they're Vince. going to tell. How yeah. he feels about that is 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 not dissimilar to how I feel about before watching. So yeah, yeah.
0: But did, you know, did but did Alan Moore say, <laughs> "I don't want anyone else touching my character"? Well, he no, knows he didn't.
1: He is so it was. Yeah, wasn't that
0: lifelike? <laughs> that was. That was you, awesome you thought he was here, that. didn't you? I, I just didn't hear the I, poof I and the like... rabbit
1: hopping out of the, <laughs> the, the hat in the background.
0: But Sparky didn't want way, anybody who, who else. Are you to guys? <laughs> oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> It's eleven o'clock comics, episode one hundred and ninety-nine, and I am Vince B. Yes,
2: you are. Way to way to keep the show on track, Jason. Appreciate it. Uh I'm Christopher Neisman.
1: Yeah, you are. I'm David Price.
3: Oh yeah. And I'm Malcolm Jamal Warner.
2: <laughs>
3: oh. We're going <laughs> back. Wait, right. is he
1: doing something new now?
2: Nope. Nope. Pulling it out of my uh my my just, data banks. Just been watching Cosby
3: show is or Cosby's something. Show on TV no, over? you know what it was? Um I, it stuck in I'm my head myself, because uh, so no because um uh my man Sean Pryor uh on a recent episode had Joey Alessio on the black box talking about um Red Tails the new uh, Tuskegee Airmen movie and oh, yeah. they were, oh, they were talking about that? the uh what's that is he in that no no but 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 Sean cracked me up because he was saying how there was another Tuskegee Airmen movie yes. back in the 90s on HBO yeah. and Malcolm Jamal Warner was one of the stars and that, for some reason, cracked me up. So He was Spawn,
0: wasn't he? No. No, <laughs> oh, dude. That's Black Dynamite. Michael <laughs> I'm dude, just kidding. Come Man, on. Jesus. No, you're not Malcolm Jamal Warner. You're Jason Wood in the Theo house. Huxtable. That's right. And this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by who? Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can score tremendous discounts on your favorite comic books and collectibles. Get this. This month, America's Got Powers, number one, from Image. I you going to
2: say America's Got Talent.
0: No, oh by, God, uh, no. by Jonathan Ross no. and Brian Hitch.
3: I think I'd rather read a comic about that.
0: Well, 75% off. If you want it, it's 75% off. And... All of the new DC trade paperbacks that are 50 new 52 related are half off you can get it is you can get the Batwoman hardcover for 50 percent off I think that's it. like 12 bucks me too the first animal man trade is seven dollars and change like where, it? where else are you' going to get the I also ordered the uh, Jack Kirby Challengers of the Unknown omnibus
2: 45 no, percent it, off.
0: it's an omnibus
2: it's not it's not uh, a showcase.
0: No, no, it's no, it's the same as the uh, Jack Kirby books that came out, like The and Demon and the Loser. That
2: makes, yeah, that right, makes right. Chris happy.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of showcase, the uh, Sea Devils showcase is in mm. the previews this Oh, oh yeah. That's true. Got to get it. Got to get that,
2: it. Is, is that Russ Heath stuff?
0: There's some Russ Heath in, in there, yeah.
2: Mm.
3: You know what else they're offering from DC, which I'm definitely ordering oh. uh, to celebrate the anniversary? It is uh, They have two PVC. Uh, spy versus Spy statues.
0: You do love those. Are going to look tight and right in
3: the Woodrow room.
0: Tight and right. So if you want, if you want to save money, and who the hell doesn't? Check out Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. They're the best. Nice. Yeah, hey.
2: Yeah. All right, let's get through our uh, drink roll call. Vince, why, uh, why don't you lead us off? You know, the all the Christmas beers? Yes,
0: I am. I, I was debating whether or not to drink water tonight because I started a diet last week. What? See you. That's right. I didn't want to hear you piss and moan because I love you and I don't like to you know set you off. So <clears> what I psh, did, I I'm, I have yingling. Respect. Yeah.
1: Right,
0: you can't ever go that. wrong with that. I lost like four pounds already.
1: Hey. All right. Oh, Jesus.
0: I lose it fast. It's all, all right. the sex. All the sex.
1: All the sexes. <laughs> the sex Sometimes
0: is... with my own wife. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes not even by himself.
2: <laughs> uh, Mr. Woodrow, how about you, sir?
0: Sad but true.
2: <laughs> Mr. Wood.
0: The Jason, mute. buddy. Jason. Oh, hey, no. I
3: had uh, the mute button pressed. Yeah. I right? uh. <laughs> Um, I was saying, how about LMFAO being on the goddamn Super Bowl halftime? Dude, trip? I know. Yeah. That was
1: this. You, you I, was,
3: could, I was proud that
0: I knew who they were.
3: On one <laughs> hand, I was like, really? On the other hand, they're such clowns. It's kind of like what would happen if we got famous.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, but The thing that amazed me, it was like looking around like, yeah, we're here. You know, like they were so happy and yeah. their eyes are all well, bugging out. They're, they're, they're yeah. on stage
3: with Madonna at the well, Super Bowl well, halftime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But you got to um, admit,
0: they're really hot right now. They are. They
3: are. She's a smart anyway, woman. Anyway, um, I am not Satanist, as hot.
0: but a smart woman.
3: I am not as hot, and ergo, I'm I'm drinking a Heineken Light right now.
0: Aw, oh, snap!
1: Aw, oh, snap!
2: All right. Nothing wrong with a Heine. Poor Chris, he's so disappointed. But what can I do? Yeah, all right. I mean, you, well, I'm I'm used to it. You guys, dude, I
3: brought the dude, I brought the pain on the holidays. I had all the holiday drinks going.
2: I I know, I know. So that's that's. Why I'm going to give Such you a give you a time. time. I'm going okay. to make you pay for it. See, I'm going to drink C2. straight C2. bourbon when I'm Chicago. Oh, oh, I like, got a, I got a flat
1: break in, so hell yeah. Yes.
2: Hell yeah! Uh, you don't
0: have Mr. to put Price. liquor in the in the flask, right? You can put like uh, wine in it and stuff, right?
1: <laughs> I try not to put mm. anything in there. Put the you
3: don't want to put wine in there, dude.
1: No, no nothing, a- nothing acidic or or yeah. carbonated. Mm. I put
0: so I got to drink that shit just because I have the flask.
1: Yes, dude. That stuff or is water, nasty. Water in liquor? What do you mean? <sighs> dude, Man, it's it's, it's it's paint thinner. Are they really drinking that? Go ahead. <sighs> you do vodka. You can do gin. You don't have to do rye. Hey, can or you rye. triple B?
3: Can spin? you do cold gin? You can yes. do a slow gin fizz. I mean, go ahead.
1: Uh, I am uh, uh, menage a trois tonight. Of All course.
3: Right. Damn, it's a sta It's an old standby week. It, it is. Old it means actually,
2: been- actually, it is. I, as a matter of fact, I'm I'm having a uh, uh, a Blanton's neat.
3: It's a little bit old school. It
2: is old school. Old school drink roll call. So respect that. No, 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 no. Yep. As, right. as our anniversary looms. Uh, is it an anniversary or is it a, milestone? Well, or
3: a milestone? Or a milestone? Yeah, there you go. It's a yeah. thing. It's just a thing. It's a thing, thing. It, it, it's it's a
0: thing we're going to quickly eclipse. I was going to say those, those
3: those those wondering if we're going to do a big extravaganza. I mean, we haven't we haven't really formally talked about it, but I I think it's safe to say since it's episode 199 that we uh it's going
2: to be just a regular episode. So I hope people aren't. excited. Well, I mean, we questions. always said that whenever we closed up shop, we didn't want to make a big deal out of it. It's true. It's true. <laughs>
3: What we're going to do is we're going to take voice voice messages about how livid people are that Captain Marvel <laughs> came back to life, and then we're going to have Chris get really drunk and then yell at us.
2: <laughs> oh, it will be old school. Not yes.
3: Like Must have made oh, oh, some but, kind but, but, of
0: impression but, but, on you because you remember it.
2: Well,
3: hey, by the I, way, I wouldn't
2: speak- have done this show if I didn't listen to that other show. <laughs> that's oh, that's true. funny. That's um, speaking of me getting livid at, at you guys um, losing your damn minds, uh, I saw the... Um, uh, I haven't gotten my copy yet, which I should in the next week or so if they get uh, a new one back in at Challengers. But uh, the John Romita Senior Artist uh, Edition, yeah. mm-hmm. off the mm-hmm. chain. It is. It, it looks. Gorgeous. It's amazing. It's. It would be if you put a gun to my head and said, "Pick your favorite between that and the Simonson." Uh, because I don't, I don't own the Stevenson one, and I never really looked through it that much. Even though I heard it was amazing, but uh, it it is it is amazing. Was and- the Stevenson one anything like the Dave Stevens one? Or <laughs> oh, I, I
0: knew it was <laughs> coming. I was just, I I heard the fuse being lit when he said that.
2: Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dave Stevens. Love you, Boo. Uh, yeah, no. he's not Boo. Uh, I'm Boo this week. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, the John the John Romita Senior Artist Edition is absolutely amazing, and if you don't recognize that he wasn't a fine artist for that character for a lot of people you have lost your damn mind, you can't, damn can't, mind. can't you just that, say
0: he was, was one of the it, finest it craftsmen was, it, it, the medium no, has ever no, seen
2: oh no, it was it, whenever we recorded ac it's it's the most that anyone has has talked about eleven o'clock quite before we recorded and it wasn't Sal, it wasn't Tom, but other people that came into the store that had listened to the episode that week and they mm-hmm. said tell Vince and and David that they lost their damn mind because John Romita totally defined that character for a ton of people. So no
1: one Well I mean if there's people <laughs> if there's people in <laughs> Chicago that say it it must be oh, damn my true.
2: God. Jesus.
1: He added the qualifier a generation. So yes, I cannot say that from from issue like thirty nine to yeah, which like something. So yes, of so for <laughs> a generation, yes. If if you came to Spider Man late. John Romita Jr. was your guy, just like for if, Vance. If you get like, like 30 issues in, wait.
0: No, see that—that's how I qualify that that mm-hmm. statement. Steve Ditko defined the character for me. Well,
2: Steve Ditko Was a co- oh, sorry, my phone is ringing. <laughs> oh uh, my Steve- God!
0: But but my oh, she, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Ross Andrew, by far. Yes. Okay. And, and that's and cool. Th- so I'll give them grist for the mill. Ross Andrew is, in my book, higher than Ramita Senior. Okay. I, and, I and, love and, and, Ross Andrew's and Ditko
2: Dicko's a you know co-creator of the character. But, you so. see, but, but, but and Vince. <laughs> <his co-creator.
1: laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. Vince laughing.
2: He is <laughs> a creator. Okay,
1: the creator.
2: Just, just, a, just he didn't like come in. up with the name. wasn't even strong enough to come up with the name. Oh,
0: snap. Why are you shitting on Ditko these past couple I'm not, of weeks?
2: I'm, I'm not shitting
0: on him. Dude, Zachary
3: is is Zachary is is punching his his computer right now. He, is. The he
1: is. Spider <laughs>
2: Man. I mean, come on. He came wow. up with everything else. But...
0: Can we move on? This yes. Is, <laughs> let's do let, it. Let's do some productive stuff. Like talk let's about
2: some
3: it. comics. I got stuff to talk about. Oh, do it! Nice. Do it. You want me to go in up in it? Up in it?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna oh, take you on the wayback
3: machine. I'm gonna take you on the wayback machine. Interesting.
0: How back far time, back?
3: Back to a time when Vince Bizzle was sporting a mullet,
0: <laughs>
3: when Dab oh. had feathered hair, <laughs> oh. when Dab when had Woodrow hair, had like <laughs> Jackson jacket with buttons all over it, <laughs> <laughs> when Chris was rocking the dashiki. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> the '80s, baby. 1986 oh. on your ass. Wow. That, that is
2: isn't that uh, the 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 greatest year of comics and that it no. is
3: and. And lost in that year of milestone comics is something that should not have been lost in the ethos. And I'm bringing it back tonight.
0: Sonic right. Disruptors.
3: No. ElfQuest. <laughs> no, all both worthy, but no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sonic Disruptors. Sonic Disruptors
0: <laughs> not worthy of anything right,
3: but ass you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drop an, a creator's name on you who I bet most people listening have either A, never heard of, or B, if they have heard of them, it's only because of this book. Ready? Do it. Peter Gillis.
0: Oh, yeah. I know where you're coming from. Come on. Yes. Peter B. Gillis.
3: We Who Are About to Die. Yes. Strike Force Mortuary. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. You love that book.
3: Yeah, so now, again, talk about the Wayback Machine. I think way back in, like, episode 50, like the first time we ever did the Q&A, whatever that was, whatever episode that was, someone had asked us, uh, you know what? What title from our youth would we like? That would we like to bring back if we could and have it told in modern style? And and at that time, I said "Strike Force Mortuary" because I I love that book. And then really nothing ever came of it after it's. Uh, it ran for thirty one issues, from nineteen eighty six to nineteen eighty nine. Um, Peter Gillis wrote about two thirds, maybe three quarters of them. Then left, um, and, and the original, uh, the co creator of the. Uh, series was Brent Anderson mm-hmm. who was very very young uh, I saw a picture of him when this book was launched and the dude was young back then um, and then Will Sportasio actually took over yeah. uh, to finish up the book um, but you, I know you guys all know this but for the people that, that, that don't know about this um, this book you know in an era where we are very jaded about mainstream comics and the big two and that deaths don't really matter and that uh anybody that dies is just going to come back in a year or two um I-, I think a new generation of listeners doesn't remember or realize that um that wasn't always the case i mean certainly it was always the case with the big characters like a batman or a superman but um for me reading comics so in 86 i was uh oh, baby. 12. i was 12 uh, actually, eleven for most of the year. So I was eleven, going on twelve, and um, and, and I remember picking this book up off the shelf, and it wasn't because I had any specific reason. Like I didn't, I didn't know who Peter Gillis was. I didn't necessarily know who Brett Anderson was, but I was pretty much buying everything that Marvel put out then. So I bought it, you know. So it was a, you know, I was like, okay, what's this? This is cool. Um, you know, assumed at the time that it was going to be in, in the in the mainstream Marvel universe, but. Uh, but it wasn't obviously. And uh, so what it is, is for people that uh, that aren't familiar, it's basically a story set in the future, uh, in the 2070s, actually. <clears throat> uh, and it basically is a, uh, a, a, an Earth where uh, about five years before the book takes place, uh, we were invaded by an alien uh, group called the Horde, who were a fairly typical, I would say, uh, group of, of villainous aliens, not dissimilar to like uh, what you might see in like, John Carter mythos, or like, um, like, like, like the, the the aliens you might have seen in like a Voltron cartoon. You know, they were like orange skinned, bestial looking humanoid, uh, uh, almost sort of a quasi barbarian, but also very technology uh, enabled.
0: Uh, they, they come their balls on their chin.
3: What's that? When they have their balls
0: on their chin?
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: And they come to Earth and they basically pillage Earth and they basically just set up shop and they're they're really just literally trying to strip mine us of all of our of everything from from humans to food to fuel to natural resources with the idea that uh, they're just going to drain us dry until uh, it's time to move on to another planet. Um, and we're getting our asses as a as civilization we're getting our asses handed to us. Um, and uh, and really there's almost no hope. Uh, and then a a doctor um, a doctor uh, comes up with a process. Uh, that he calls the moratorium process, and moratory is a, a Latin term, um, which basically what it does is it allows him to, uh, with a very select number of human beings that are eligible, uh, I think they say it's like less than 5% of the populace, but um, he can give normal humans superpowers. Um, but the catch, of course, is that uh, the process makes your uh, your body unstable, and so as a result, the powers burn you out, such that you will absolutely, with 100% certainty, die um, roughly within a year of getting the powers or sooner, depending. So um, it basically becomes a story where these these uh, people are uh, identified as being eligible and then they choose to basically enlist or be conscripted into uh, a new strike force to fight back and save humanity. Um, and we're jumped right into the book, uh, into the second class. There's a first group that is wiped out um, and we're given their backstory, but we're never really shown the characters much in detail. And we're introduced to a new group um, who are very regular people, uh and we get to know them there's there's uh there's i think um i guess it's fair to say the 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 main character if there was one if the first few issues was uh was viking uh harold everson um who's kind of who they tell the story through and he's a very patriotic guy that uh is just just dying to get out there and fight and and uh as they're training him he you know he a couple times tries to you know break out of the facility they're keeping hidden in and fight anyway and um, uh, and, and then there's a bunch of other characters. There's a you know a homely girl that becomes beautiful when she gets the powers. There's a, um, a, a young black girl who gets a really cool power where she can basically – she concentrates, figure out how something works and then figure out to how to – like so if she – if someone's dying, she can figure out what kind of disease they have and then her body can manufacture the cure. Wow. Um which is really cool. Like, I, I was thinking about it. I don't know that we've seen anything quite like that since this book. Um, there's a,
0: the obligatory straw guy. I'm
1: um, oh, sorry. Uh, it looks from... Uh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. That, that was almost, almost
0: like Forge's power in a way, too.
3: Yep, yep. Um, there's the obligatory kind of straw guy. I know. Was the- oh.
0: What's that? He said, hope. Oh. David hates the uh, um, indigenous peoples.
1: What should should do with Forge? <laughs> Hilarious. oh my god we're not getting into that he's an Indian
0: wow. David yes. hates him Go ahead,
2: wow Dave. you hate Indians
3: he That's does
0: like- It's like John Wayne
3: it's just, it's just- <laughs> there's a I say there's, there's the obligatory skinny guy who ends up becoming really strong and giant um, you know there's the there's the woman who sort of becomes the team leader but the, the net of it is it's a it's a diverse uh, you know ethnically and racially diverse group of characters again not dissimilar to other groups of the time you know in '84 we got the new Teen Titans you know we obviously got the uh, the new X Men so it's 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 along that trope but but I think you know it's they were pretty memorable characters um, and the cool thing is as you're reading this even though they tell you at the start look they're all going to die you know you're thinking because you've read comics like well. They're probably going to find a way, or because you know, the doctor's always working on refining the process. But sure enough, as the book goes on, they damn sure die, and some of them get killed in battle because they're
1: fighting (laughs) at the most inopportune times I remember.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's crazy. Like, and 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 I remember the first wow moment of the book for me was um, because they tell you the whole time it's like it'll last a year. Um, And again, now as an adult, I might come jump to the the leaping conclusion of okay, well, it's like around a year. It could be earlier, later, whatever. But you know, when you're an 11 year old kid, you're like, okay, they have a year, and you're thinking it's like a clock, like a spawn, like clock has counted. (laughs) But uh, but you know, like in one of the first issues, like somebody dies, they just burn out. You're like, oh, snap! So much. They ain't playing, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, And it's just it's really, really it's really well done. Um, And and the reason I'm talking about it is because this was one of those books that came out. I think all of us in our generation, or a lot of us, read it. Nothing really ever came of it again. They didn't try and reboot it. They didn't relaunch it. They didn't do a modern take of it. I think there was another, there was a like a follow-on miniseries, uh, like a year or two after the first one ended, that I don't wasn't very memorable, as I recall. Um, but it's been at least you know almost twenty years, and uh, lo and behold, Marvel put out um, trades of of the first uh, two yes. volumes so far. You know so, why? Well. That's what I'm wondering. I of course my, my instinct when this happens is always that they must be getting ready to they're getting ready to back. reboot no, it. No, I I and think it's been copyright. optioned
0: it's been optioned for a television show. I think it's in production.
2: Yeah, and they also don't they have to oh, okay. yeah, yeah to like keep the rights, don't they have to, they have to
1: print, print you know, like, something years every year? Yeah, like, um in, in two
3: thousand and two there it was optioned for a TV show that never came to never came to be. Um, hmm. so I don't, I don't know if it's back on the market but anyway I, I, I saw the reprint and thought number one I have the issues and these are easy you could these are the kind of things we always talk about uh, bin diving at a con oh, you can yes. absolutely get all 31 of these issues at a con on the cheap you know 50 cents a copy that, that would so you don't need to buy these trades but the trades are it, the first one is uh, the first 13 issues beautifully done um, and so I mean it's a pretty easy way to do it and uh, and for you know I think uh, the way that people you know are today I think it's 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 more than adequate to uh, buy the trade but uh but it's it's you know having reread it when i did get the trade it's uh it still holds up i mean it's a really good oh, yeah. story and it's got some yeah. really interesting components like um after their first mission which was successful um you know there's a whole thing in the next in the next issue of the series where they're just geeking out cuz remember these are just average people these aren't soldiers they're geeking out because they've had a comic book made after them that they create as a pr mechanism and the comic is them retelling but of course the the best part is that as they're reading the comic they're laughing to each other about how heavy-handed uh and overly (laughs) verbose the dialogue is and how there's so much uh you know how there's uh you know there's there's so much recounting of what's happening on the page and they're just like oh, i can't take it anymore and it's very much like you know tongue in cheek like (laughs) self-critical at a time when comics were very much wordy you know at at a time when you know arguably the most popular comic on the planet was was claremont's x-men and you know he was obviously the king of that yeah. so it, it just struck me as like this peter gillis really at, w- managed to tell a, a, a very fun story but also like weave in some very sly commentary about the state of the industry which uh you know I, i'm sure at the time when i read it back in the day it went right over my head um but now again in retrospect it was pretty clever um It was action-packed. Like I said, crazy stuff happened all the time. People died. People fought. There was betrayal. Um, It was great. I mean, I I really – this is definitely one, uh, especially after rereading the first 13, that I think it would be awesome to be redone. I think it would make – with today's sensibility and storytelling, you know, somebody with – I mean, it would be awesome, like – Man, you could really do a lot, of, lot with this, you know, because the premise is pretty, pretty badass, you know.
0: Depending on um, who did it, I mean, if they—well, sure, sure. Just, i mean, if somebody like Jason Aaron got it, that's yeah, the or, or yeah, thing. Exactly know or I Really, I think it would be be nice to see, but I don't know. There's a couple of guys I wouldn't want to touch. Strike Force, you know. Well, right, no, I mean, well, I, it.
3: it. goes without saying it would have to be a person that kind of gets the the concept behind it, but, right. but, uh, but no, I mean, it, it was, it was, it was a blast, man. I don't know if you guys dug this when it was coming out back in the day. Oh huh.
0: yeah, I, I got to say, it's probably one of the first books I bought that wasn't based on the art. Okay. I, I found the story extremely compelling. And, and like yourself, I had to see what was going to happen next, and, and I just loved those characters. I fell in love with them. And it was even more, it, it was like a, um, a reluctant love because I knew once I latched onto a character that the guys probably weren't going to be around too long. You know? Yeah, they go and, through,
3: um, I guess they go through, uh, uh, what, like eight generations, I think? I don't remember exactly how oh. it ended, because that's a little vague to me. Yeah. But, but They go through I, a bunch of generations.
0: Because I was never a Neil Adams fan back there uh, then, and I think the original, hmm. like, you know, 15... 20 issues it's it's very neil adamsy it's it, it's 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 rooted in realism and that just wasn't my thing yeah but, brent
3: anderson is definitely yeah he you could definitely say he was a student of that of that that right. uh, that style sure
0: but but i i now i appreciate the art it's, i think it's very good but back then man it was all about the story and that was odd for me because i mm-hmm. was art's my thing and, and i always was yeah it's a great little series i'm glad they repackaged it
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 again, it's definitely something it's probably cheapest to just back in issue dive. I mean if you're Mm -hmm. looking to do it on the cheap. But you know, I think the let's see how much this first trade was. It was uh so it's it's trades are expensive these days. Wow. It's uh thirty five bucks cover price. Whoa, (laughs) I was dollars four ninety
1: nine really. Yeah, so you think
3: Amazon's probably Amazon are in stock, it's probably like twenty bucks? Yeah. so you know, not bad much. 20 bucks for 13 issues but you, I, that being said you could almost assuredly get this this comics for less than a dollar 50 an issue at a con so yeah,
0: oh, yeah. Um, big time but you yeah trust. it was
3: hella good I really really enjoyed it so
0: since you have the Wayback Machine all warmed up and ready mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back a little farther do you mind oh before my time I'm going back to <laughs> May 1971
1: oh I wasn't born <laughs> <laughs> before his time
0: you know my was, time. I you was know a twinkle but eye. In See May 1971.
1: Wait, what were you doing?
0: Marvel published the black and white magazine-sized oh. non-comics code of authority approved Savage Tales number one.
3: Oh, oh. yeah. Ooh.
0: Yeah. And what was in the first issue of Savage Tales? Come on. Mom, me. Mom. The origin <laughs> of Man-Things. Yeah, ah, okay. Which was written by Roy Thomas and Jerry Conway and illustrated by the ungodly good Gray Morrow. I oh, mean, uh, yeah. If, if, am I cracking? No, no if, if you're talking underappreciated greats, Gray Morrow is pretty high on that list. This guy's fantastic. I mean, I love his space,
1: everything about him except his Batman. Oh, really? Because I, I, he, he draws Batman with, with eyeballs. He Basically, he draws oh, Adam, yeah, Batman. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, everybody else is all super heroic, and, and here's Adam West. Yeah.
0: I loved his space, 1999. Oh, my oh, God, man. did I love that book. But anyway, so now, keep that date in mind, May 1971, right? The two books I want to talk about tonight were published in 1972, okay? Astonishing Tales number 12 and 13. And you know what's important about these books? Now, uh, you had Savage Tales number one was the first appearance of the Man Thing. But one could argue that the magazines that came out of Marvel, Marvel were not so much Marvel Universe. They weren't canon, they weren't rooted in the Marvel Universe. Astonishing Tales number 12 is the first color appearance of the Man Thing.
3: Yeah, that's right. Okay, I knew it, I knew it, that. It,
0: mm-hmm. It's uh, Astonishing Tales featured Kazar at the time. Yeah. So uh, you have issue 12, which is the first color appearance, 13 is the second color appearance. So, uh, in a nutshell, you have two S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, Dr. Barbara Morse and her fiancé, Dr. Paul Allen. Uh, They're part of this Black Ops S.H.I.E.L.D. project called uh, Gladiator, which is really the super soldier project. And uh, they fly off to Antarctica. That's where um, Savage Land is, right? Antarctica? Yes, sir. Sure. Sure. Okay. (laughs) They they fly off to Antarctica to secure Khazar's help. Why? Well, they're trying to find somebody. A doctor who was working on a uh, a modern day uh, permutation of the super soldier serum. And you Alan know who that Alan. guy was? New. Dr. Ted Salas. Oh. oh. He, 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 he's he been lost in the Florida Everglades. Can't find him. Where is that that he? how they end up in Antarctica. No, he didn't. They want Kazar to come back to the United States you. with them. Okay. Yeah. And, um, so after a little brouhaha at the airport after they land, Zabu goes crazy. Oh, <laughs> see, he, I remember, he, he, yes,
1: because this is in the Essential Man thing, which I own, which is why it this is starting to sound familiar. Okay. Yeah, All Zabu
0: right. goes crazy, and he starts running after uh, airport uh, workers and stuff. <laughs> this friggin', yes. uh, so they, they get in a helicopter, and they go to the Florida Everglades, but on the way, they're shot down. By AIM uh-huh. agents, the place is lousy with AIM agents. Nice. Why are the Why are the AIM agents in in Louisiana? Well, they're there for the same reason. They want to find Ted Eventually. Salas, and they they want that damn super soldier serum. But no one knows. Who doesn't? No one knows at the time that Ted Salas um uh, was fell victim to a very unfortunate um let's say accident slash twist of fate. In in trying to escape the uh, AIM agents that were trying to get the super soldier serum, he in because his wife or his his girlfriend Ellen Brandt double crossed him. He injected himself with the with the serum, went off the road into the swamp and became the Man Thing. Uh, there's a little bit of magic involved, but that wasn't explicit in the first appearance. It came later. Um, but the the deal is they're in the Louisiana. Uh, I'm sorry, they're in the Everglades looking for Ted Salas. And uh, Roy Thomas writes another person um, into the story, Dr. Wilma Calvin, who was the coordinator of this uh, Project Gladiator, and she was shot in the back. And she's in a coma. She keeps muttering, Ted Salas, Man-Thing, blah, 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 blah. And um, why was she shot in the back? This is the cool part. I mean, this story is, these pair of issues existed as nothing more than to get the Man-Thing into the Marvel Universe. I mean, they could have done it in any book, but it's a nice little twist. Kazar does have tracking skills, right?
3: By the way, killer cover uh, on that issue.
0: Oh my God! Yeah, Big K-Zar John. And Zabu Big John fighting alligators. Awesome. Yes, Big John Basima. Um, and and for the record, these two issues, uh, the uh, ele- uh, 12 is drawn by Big John and Neil Adams. And this is where it gets right. uh, a little, <laughs> little 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 sticky. Now you know Stan. Stan was never one to waste a story. If he had a story in the drawer, he was going to pull it out and use it. He paid for it. Damn it, he was going to get his money's worth. Sure. And uh, Roy Thomas learned from. I don't want to say the best, but he learned from the shyster <laughs> <You almost did. laughs> uh, how to uh, make the best out of any situation. So what they did was, now we'll go back to May 1971. After the first issue of, of Savage Tales, the magazine went on hiatus for two years until they brought it back with the more Conan-centric Savage Tales. But uh, the first issue was a hodgepodge, and it was a little bit of Conan, a little bit of man thing. There's a bunch of stuff in there. And so here we have a story that was originally written and drawn for the second issue of Savage Tales, that never saw print until much later. What they did was, they cut and pasted it, they shoehorned it into Roy Thomas's story for Astonishing Tales number twelve. And you can tell, not only is it drawn by a completely different artist in Neil Adams, but the proportion of the artwork is. Of a different size than your oh, standard comic book page. They shrunk it down, so you have a huge white space at the top of the page. And it's even drawn in a style that was more in tandem with the uh, magazines. It's a grittier style. The, uh, Adams inked it, but there's a lot of pencil in there, a lot of gray, gray tones. And for the most part, the only color in it is yellow. I mean, they, they tried to blend it into the story by coloring the first panel proper i mean there's browns and oranges and and greens but after the first panel it's all yellow and um you know i have to say i'm a huge fan of the man thing but this (laughs) len ween story is so shoehorned in here that they were just like the hell with continuity we're going to (laughs) make it work because i mean uh, they're they're in the the uh, shield compound and um, they're looking over the body of uh dr calvin and one of the uh, doctors, Doctor Wendell, he says, you know, the locals—they're afraid of something in the swamps here. Uh, they say something burned the face of that poor girl, meaning Ellen Ellen Brandt. And, th- and the man thing's outside the window, and he's looking in at uh, the the all the the people in there, and he's thinking, you know, something happened to me. And then, of course, they paste in the story that Len Ween and Neil Adams did, where. Some of the characters that appear later on in the Roy Thomas part are completely unscathed. Like, one of of the local yokels is really an aim agent, and he shoots the old woman in the back. But before he does that, the man thing burns the fuck out of his face. You know how he does it? He, He grabs him by the head. And burns the shit out of him. Guy falls down. They think he's dead, but uh, so they they drop their guard, and that's when he picks up the gun and shoots the doctor in the back. And later on, in issue number thirteen, he appears, and it's like nothing ever happened to him. He's a little ragged, but he's not burned. Like Roy, did did hell? you not did you not read the story that was, facing <laughs> into into your tale? I Had it, to it's get shit strange. out, man. Had to. Get I know, shit out. I know. But and you know, I, I have to say. Oh, and you can tell there's one part where um. The uh, Barbara Morris character, she's a hot blonde, right? And uh, one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents has her hostage. And, and he, he's like, you tell me where Dr. Salas is, or I'm going to blow this broad's head off. And he grabs her, and she tries to get away and falls forward, and he rips her shirt. You could so tell that the art was retouched. That wow. Neil Adams yeah. Neil Adams drew her with the boobies hanging that's out. Livid, and, and and say, Big that's, that's, a,
3: that's the first and last time he ever did that, huh?
0: <laughs> but... Uh, because the magazines, as I said, were not CCA approved, so they comics. they could basically do whatever the oh, new standard uh, yeah. Would, but would bear.
2: yeah, but that that time someone told him to do it. He wasn't just like. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But sure. I mean, it's a great little story. But I have to say, um knowing what came later, the highs that were hit with Mister Gerber, Roy Thomas's man thing, it it's not what we've known uh what we've come to know of, of the character right. um he's he's a bit too cognizant he, he's too animated at one point well, thank
2: you for telling us not to go back and buy this comic from no it's
0: it's it's big john's art how could you and, and rich buckler helped him out on issue 13 so there's great art in these books and they're bronze age you got to read them they're good stories but it's fine hein-
2: but it looks pretty
0: no, in hindsight, like I said, it was nothing more than a, a way it's to for get the, the Man the Thing. The
3: collector in us there there is there is some collectivity to this book. I'm oh, certain. they're
0: so good.
3: I mean, I mean, the first 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 in comics appearance of Man Thing certainly has value.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at one point, the Man Thing even tries to speak. He he's nah. he's trying he's trying to tell Kazar uh, and the group to to get out of the facility because he's going to blow it up. And he's like, uh. now that's a no no as far as Mister Gerber's later developments uh with the character He's, concerned he was
2: completely silent right? he
0: wasn't he wasn't so much silent he was i would call him perpetually befuddled i mean he the thoughts that he did have were, were like slippery and, and fleeting he he it's almost as if he had dem, like man thing dementia You know, he, he, he existed on the, on the periphery of the stories. He was never really like, like a, a a big muck encrusted highwayman. All the stories would, would go on around him, but he would only cross those paths if he sensed strong fear, right? Because that's Mm -hmm. what the man thing reacts to fear. He's, he's almost like a bug. You know, or or, or some kind of creature that just acts purely on instinct. There was really no no thought By the way, I
3: will remind you yet again, Vince, because I think you haven't done this yet. At some point, maybe at C2E2, you will pick up some of the recent issues of Thunderbolts and uh, enjoy the Man-Thing in the modern day, because I think uh, Parker's doing an awesome job with treating Man-Thing in that exact way.
0: Cool. I mean, they're traded, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I'll, I'll grab the trades. Sure, I like yeah. I like Parker. He's great. Yes, you do. and I heard the and I've seen from what I've seen of the art, fantastic.
3: Oh, Declan <laughs> is killing it. Are you kidding me? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah he's and Kev great.
1: Walker on some of those, right? True, true. L- yeah.
0: Love the Kev Walker. I do. But I mean, uh, David, listen to this. In in issue thirteen, there's a a blurb on the letters page, and it says, <laughs> "This is so so." Stan, special announcement to Man Thing maniacs. We at The Bullpen were so pleased with the literary and artistic accomplishments of Roy Thomas, Len Wein, John Basima, Neil Adams, and Rich Buckler on our unique Creature from the Swamp in these past couple of issues that we promptly decided to place Man-Thing in a series of his, its own. So, naturally, we're returning to the characters' original storytellers for Savage Hills Number 1, scripter Jerry Conway, Hey and artist Grey Morrow to weave again their magic yarns. Where, you ask? Even we aren't sure, but it'll definitely be in one of our presently featureless monster mags, Fear, Where Monsters Dwell, Monsters on the Prowl, or blah, blah, blah. And it says, watch for it. Now we know, after this, Man-Thing jumped into Fear, where, where, where it was written by Jerry Conway, but somebody else came in and totally made the character. The definitive take on the Man Thing, and that was be? Mr. Steve Gerber. I mean, oh. no, so nobody Gerber rival
2: Gerber didn't create Man Thing. No. No. no, no,
0: I did not know that. Yeah, well, it didn't matter if he created it. His version was—I don't want to say so drastically different, but
2: oh, it's definitive. Definitive, yeah, definitive. You know, and the, for the, for you a generation. you don't have to create <laughs> something <laughs> to be the definitive creator for something, right? Um, this is very true. Your so that's cool. Wife. The Wayback You're Machine.
3: Right. Who, yeah. Are we going to keep the Wayback Machine going? Yes, oh, yes, we all
4: are. Yes,
1: Nice. Because it, it's funny. Vince mentioned letters pages, and and I was so giddy as I was rereading these old issues that you know they there's one company who not only ha- did they have letters pages, they they had more than one letters page per issue, and. This 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 was a inter company event. Okay, it's 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 uh, it's the mid nineties. The creators involved include Louis Simonson, uh, John Battenovit, Mark Bright, Dennis Cohen. Uh, you got some Umberto Ramos on a couple of pages. Uh, Tom Grummet, nice. yay! Uh, Ivan Velez Jr., Prentice Rollins, John Paul Leone, Crisscross, not the ones that are going to make you jump, and oh, Romeo damn. Tangal. Uh, Art Nichols, Dwayne McDuffie. It's this legit. was a little thing, a little thing that, uh, that that DC published, where you had the Superman family of characters meet the Milestone Universe characters. Oh no way! This a little thing called Worlds Collide. Okay. It was, uh, it was about fourteen parts or so. It uh, the, the issues that were covered. In this crossover, uh, included Man of Steel, Hardware, Superboy, Icon, Steel, Blood Syndicate, and an issue of Static. And there was a one-shot, Cold Worlds Collide, which had a variant cover, and that variant cover was one that included um, vinyl clings or color forms. So you could actually position nice. the, yep, yep. The, the Superman characters and the Milestone characters, however you wanted to, over the bridge that uh, that basically, in this story, connected Dakota to Metropolis. Now, before you move on, you're all scratchly. Yeah, bro. Shit. Go ahead. Wait. I no, wait. go, go, go. Uh, this, the, um, the, 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 premise is basically there's, the, there's a mailman, there's a postal carrier, who, who uh, postal worker, a mail carrier, who, who goes by the name of Fred Benson, and he, uh, he delivers mail to Lois Lane in Metropolis. <laughs> she, she's on his route. Uh, he goes to bed at night, and when he wakes up, he's in Dakota. And he goes to bed when he's in Dakota, and he wakes up and he's in metropolis so he he really is living in two worlds um there is no at this point in time milestone the milestone universe and the d c universe are two separate universes they do not right right it it's not like legion or anything like that where you know it's all one big happy it's just another shift it it's one of their universes so um so with when you have fred benson who's trying to figure out you know what it is why why he's he is the way he is he um, when he goes when he is able to dream there's this crazy looking monster thing after him so he um, he he goes to a we'll, we'll call it like a sleep study sleep sleep clinic where he uh, wants to find out you know what can fix him and the, the people who run this sleep clinic Work for um, work for a man named Hazard, who is part of Black Ops, and and Black Ops was kind of at this point in time was was really Steele's nemesis, uh, I'll say. And um, but when he's in Dakota, he he goes to uh, he goes to Edwin Alva's, Doctor Alva's um, clinics where 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 he can maybe get help. And and Alva, Alva's the main nemesis of Hardware, and um. Alva is is basically, I guess we'll call him Dakota's Lex Luthor. He's he's uh, he's kind of everybody on the outside. They look at him and and they don't think there's anything wrong. But 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 the heroes know that that he's really not not a good guy. But uh, so Benson is is trying to get the help he needs to to just you know keep the monster at bay and to just you know find out if if Dakota's a dream or if Metropolis is a dream because the people of Dakota. They know Superman from the TV show and the comic books. The, 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 the people in Metropolis, they've never heard of, of anybody. They, they've never heard of the Blood Syndicate. They don't know who Icon is. So um, for the most part, both sides, both universes think the other is just Fred Benson's imagination going wild. And Fred Benson eventually becomes a character called Rift. And and Rift is just this huge godlike being who even even he does not know even Rift does not know which is real, and he tries to merge the two universes and and all throughout this whole thing, Superboy, poor Superboy is and and this is Connor, this is the clone, this is and this is this is the '90s, so this is the the funky haircut, leather jacket Superboy, this is before nice. he had t-shirt and jeans, this is so, yeah. Uh, yeah the-
2: this the, is the, the, po- the post. Yeah, the post death of Superman.
1: Yes, this is exactly yeah. it. Steel, Superboy. The, the, these are the 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 death of Superman characters. Um, so you have, uh, yeah, there Superboy is trying to figure out. Okay, if 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 Icon and Superman are are analogs, and Steel and Hardware are analogs, then you know, and then and eventually Superboy gets a little bummed out because he figures that that his doppelganger in the Dakota universe is. Is rocket so he's bumped because (laughs) he's this pregnant document, and and uh, so he's got his own issues to deal with. Static is, um, you know, this is not the static that you recently read in in the issue series that the new 52 is putting out. This is this is the pretty kick ass static. This was the blood syndicate issues, were actually they were some of my favorite ones because there is one page where Rift. Is and I'll 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 scan this page and I'll post it on the forum. Rift is trying to figure out where exactly Blood Syndicate would fit into things, and at first he tries to give them a proper upbringing and he puts them in like this this prep school, this boarding school, and and they're all trying to you know speak properly because the Blood Syndicate is it, it consists of um, black and Hispanic members, and they're all street, they're all. They're why for son. those who who right the wise son is great. I love Fade. Uh, they the um for those that do not know, for those that that haven't hit the back issue bins or just know the milestone characters from the um the rather lackluster appearance in Justice League of America or even you know towards the end when when they were merged into the DC Universe, um, milestone was was a little different. At the time, where it's, the, their their comics were published by DC, Milestone was was founded was started by um, by a few few African American gentlemen, uh, Dwayne McDuffie, Dennis Cohen, uh, Christopher Priest, uh, Derek T. Dingle, and they were and and you had a couple of guys who just wanted to you know tell stories with characters that weren't white. You know, whether, whether it was whether they were African American, whether they were Hispanic, it didn't matter. They just, there weren't a lot of white characters, or they were supporting characters in mm-hmm. the movie, especially in Static's world. Static was, Virgil Hawkins was a high school student. Um, his buddies, you know, were, were the spectrum. They, you know, he, he had black friends, he had white friends, didn't matter. Uh, Frida, who, who he had a crush on, a white girl. Um, Ginger. But yeah and she was yeah she she's kind of redheaded but Soulless it was ginger. It was <laughs> <laughs> don't look at the eyes. But it was it was um you know I just I enjoy Milestone because it was something different. I mean I still loved my my X-Men and and my Power Pack and 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 you know I just I enjoyed everything I could get my hands on but Milestone was a little different and and, and our, it was creators that I I really enjoyed. I, I like Dennis Cohen' artwork. I I like doing McDevitt's writing, and hardware was fantastic. I it, it, crisscross is Yeah, rare. I do hardware a lot. It was it was um you no know, Blood Syndicate was great because all the characters. It was it was kind of like I don't really want to say it was like the X Men, but because the attitude was different. But they mm-hmm. were just they they were a family, even though they all had issues. You know, one was mm-hmm. and and the whole point of um. What kicked off Milestone was basically their own little big bang. Everybody, They refer to everybody who has powers as a bang baby because all the gangs got together on the bridge and the the police gassed them. Whether it was tear gas or smoke bombs, whatever, they, they gassed all the gangs. They figured they, they'd get rid of all the gangs all in one fell swoop and just be done with it. Unfortunately, the gas gave those that lived powers and you had characters like the Boogeyman or Third Rail who could you know absorb um energy or take on punishment and he would get bigger. Uh you had Brick House who was who was He's very, a brick house awesome <laughs> she was. And, and, and 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 with Brick which, dreads, right? Which with dreads and she was you know she wasn't somebody you really want to mess with and um Flashback had the unique power of she could go back in time three seconds. So whatever, you know, if, if you're about to get punched, she'd go back, you know, flashback and three seconds later and you'd be, you know, punched however many more times again and she would just keep using that power to her advantage. Her brother is Fade who is basically uh, intangible and, and is losing the ability to stay somewhat solid. Uh, dog, with two G's, is is a talking dog and and Wise Son basically just is is pretty much invulnerable and, and leader of, of the Blood Syndicate.
3: I love when they introduce this brother, come on.
1: Who is... <laughs>
0: Uh, (laughs) who was the rat david what was the rat's name
1: uh boogeyman okay
0: he used to wear the the baseball cap backwards yeah yeah
1: that's that that was boogeyman
0: Uh, blood syndicate was always my favorite out of all of them
1: i i enjoyed blood syndicate the most i mean i i really did like i mean after blood syndicate for my for my group fix my favorite was icon mostly because of of mark bright's artwork but um but that was that because that Mark Bright was the last Power Man and Iron Fist artist. So, in order for me to get my MD Bright fix, I had to go to Icon, and I liked Rocket, and um, and Icon was basically Superman. He, he uh, is he's an alien from another planet. When he landed on Earth, the um, he he can change his appearance so that the first person who found the Rocket was a slave because he he crash landed in in like the eighteen hundreds, so eighteen hundred. So he um, he. landed a woman found him who was a slave so he when she opened up when when the the rocket ship uh, or when that when when it opened it was a little black baby in there so you know he grew up he grew up as a slave and and right now in in present day or or when when icon was actually being published he was all he was augustus freeman the fourth so he basically just played his own son as 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 time went on but um he was a solicitor, or or, or mediator, or lawyer, and uh, and and Rocket basically is um, is his conscience, and and kind of tells yeah. him that he needs to do right. And, and he, he was he was the Superman
0: analog, but he didn't have know. Superman's humanity. He was kind of he was kind of he cold. was definitely an outsider. Yeah, yeah, no, def- yeah,
1: I Cold, cold is a good word. And, and and you had Hardware. Who if you thought Icon was cold, Hardware is seriously cold. He's oh, yeah. cold. cold. He's using Alva has um he's using he basically that that's it he's using Alva he and he's trying to take down Edwin Alva but in order to do that he kind of has to work on the inside and um and and they they have an interesting relationship and then and then I mentioned Static who was the high schooler who was kind of like I guess the Spider-Man of the Peter
0: Parker yeah I was just gonna say that
1: so it was you have to have that 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 character I guess to the kids could relate to but um that's when they have the cartoon made no well oh, like, before. yes yeah. yeah um so the uh so they finally decided to have this crossover since dc and and that's the thing dc did not own milestone dc just published milestone just like icon is published by marvel but those creators own their right. work um so dc published milestone eventually whether it was fans demanded it or they just figured it was the right thing to do they had the characters crossover with the DC universe, but they, they, they kept it small and just with the Superman family of, of characters. So this was a, a really interesting crossover. It, it, um, it didn't really affect the, uh, the status quo of, of either universe. Um, it, it, after reading this, I've, is a way once you get to the, the, to the last part of, of the last part of the, uh, of the crossover, there was a way that they could kind of make the Milestone Universe part of of the new 52 if they wanted to. They did, they did kind of reference Rift and and Worlds Collide during, um, post Final Crisis, where you had, uh, when, when the Milestone characters did show up in the Justice League of America comic that, that McDuffie wrote. Um, it was da- pretty good. Ma- Dharma and, uh, <laughs> dharma icon and superman are the only three characters that actually know that dakota and the dc universe were were separate universes everybody else of uh, all the other inhabitants of 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 these worlds just figure that that everything was the way it always was but there is one course, page in particular in blood syndicate where rift is trying to figure out where blood syndicate would fit and it is it it is so reminiscent of the bad of the X-Universe. I mean, I'm talking Mark Pachella type. Mm. And, and you have, you have. Um, it is so text heavy. It's, it's called the underappreciated X-Gang. And everybody has <laughs> or shoulder pads and you have. Um, oh, this is awesome. You're talking about this. This, you have, everybody has, has, has kind of tweaked names. You have, uh, instead of wise son, he's wise X, uh, brick, brick house is spelled brick, but it's B R I Q U E DMZ, DMZ. And this is why I'm always on the lookout for milestone back issues because I do not have sadly or unbelievably, I do not have a complete milestone set. So I'm always looking I'm 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 always trying to fill up any, any any gaps I have. So I never really found out the true mystery of DMZ. DMZ was kind of like the snake eyes of Blood Syndicate. He just he he stood out on the bridge and he he swung his lantern around as if you it, it was a beacon or it was a calling to um or a homing signal. And and I do believe and, and I I refuse to to look into Wikipedia because I want to read this for myself, but I, I do believe that DMZ and Icon are related in some way.
0: Hmm. I think well, he went over to Vertigo. <laughs> 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 How, How
1: about too? that? Wasn't uh that but they but but they called DMZ as part of the X and they call him Mr. Re R E E. Um yeah. Faye becomes Facade. Uh you have uh Masquerade becomes Sham. Bogeyman Boogeyman be, uh, becomes Bogan. And everybody just has these weird X Men ish or or y type type names, but uh the, the the text is just unbelievable. Like I said I'll I'll post it on the, um, in the episode just because I don't want to spend any minutes talking about this one page. But the, the like I said it it ends where everybody kind of just can can do what they want to do once it's over. But I mean, just this was one event or one crossover where it it was definitely the journey for me because it was. I read the first few issues. I've read them multiple times, but I don't think I ever really finished the last couple of issues. So it was it was somewhat of a revelation for me at, at when I got to the end of it. It was um so I mean if we're gonna keep the Wayback Machine going, I figured, you know. I, I really did enjoy I mean, it, there have been some things that I've I've been reading that are new and, and when we continue travels there are a couple things I could talk about that are brand new, like a week old. But it's it's um I, I'm having fun going through my other stuff. I was, I was talking to Jason about this, where there were just things that you know. I'm. I, I can either keep talking about what I've been enjoying, which is basically all the same stuff, or I can, I can go back through some of the hundreds of, of exactly not just you know yeah. truth. About there's, things there's, we have talked about. Gold yeah,
0: but, in the past. I have two things for you before we move on. Go ahead. What I was going to ask you when I got all crazy. Does that worlds uh, collide color forms cover predate the superman lobo
1: adventures of superman i want Uh, to say yes because this was this was um oh crap i'll have to um let me find out maybe it's not Uh, pressing i was just wondering you know well because it was this is this is well this is after death of superman so did that did he fight lobo before after he died
0: i think after
1: i think i think this
0: is i remember the um Adventures of Superman having the triangle on the cover with the Lobo color forms, and I don't think Superman See, I mean, had a triangle before. Well, did what they
1: did with the um during yeah. this crossover. They they all adopted the Marvel uh, Marvel the DC and the Milestone issues. Uh-huh. all <laughs> um all adopted the Milestone trade dress. So you just had that that box right. from the top. Yeah, and, and then either on the left you had um you had the title of the comic. It would say either. You know, static or, or hardware, and then, and then on the right of that box, you had, um, you had the issue number and, and, and the price, so there was no triangle on any of the Superman family stuff, but the only, the only Superman family book that was part of this crossover was Superman Man of Steel by Simonson, Bautinova and Jank, and, and so um, everything else was, was uh, Steel and Superboy, so I didn't see any, any triangle on the Superman Man of Steel cover. But I'll, I'll, um, I think this was the first, but I'll, I'll double check for you. Right.
0: And number two, I forgot to read this to you back when I was talking about astonishing tales. In the letters column, this one person writes, Dear Stan, like what the hell? Like Stan wrote the book? I think not. <laughs> dear, dear Stan, so, Kazar is finally going back to the old homestead in England, blah, blah, blah. Commenting on the artwork of Kazar number 11, while it was fair, I just don't think that Gil Kane is the man uh for the lord of the hidden jungle. <laughs> I believe that Barry Smith is the most suitable artist for this strip. I like his work on Conan and I think that he would be best for Kazar. Even though the lord of the hidden jungle lives in the savage land, I think that when drawn by Gil Kane he becomes too savage. He looks like he's mad at the world. I mean, there was misguided people even back in the Bronze Age. Cuz uh I just bought the both the Gil Kane and the Barry Windsor Smith issues today and I got to say Not Barry Windsor Smith's finest hour. I mean, Kane just chewed him (laughs) up and spit him out. And this guy wants more Barry (laughs) Windsor Smith. Dude, get a clue. Funny. All right. We haven't heard. I I mean, I hate to interrupt the David Price show, but we have to. Hilarious. Wow. We have to have Chris talk. Because we love. Oh,
2: look at you! Well, I'm uh I'm gonna break up the uh the breakfast at Denny's here and talk about some newer comics. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> newer comics. Two thousand
1: two, Queen of Country. Uh, hey. Oh.
2: Um. Uh, yeah. Holla. No, this is uh, uh, it's actually collected, so I guess it's not hot off the presses. Uh, but I uh I picked up the the third hardcover for American Vampire. Uh, oh, that's out. Weekend. Oh. And I know that this is this is a book that uh, I know Jason uh reads pretty regularly. Do you read it in singles or oh, yeah. are you mm-hmm. Okay. I, I switch it's it's one of those <clears throat> really hard decisions that I had to make of I love this book. I love reading it in single issues, but it's one that I want to keep because I will go back and I will probably read multiple yeah, times. I get the hard covers too. I oh, double dip. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to stop the the double dipping and uh and so I I decided this along with a few others to uh to wait for the for the hard covers and really glad I did on this. Well, I I think I would have really enjoyed the both of there's two there's two main stories in this hardcover, and I think I would have enjoyed both of them immensely in uh, in single issues. As a collected edition, it's really really nice. Um, first of all, the art in it you've got more amazing Raphael Albuquerque art, and uh, and I'm gonna totally butcher this poor man's name, uh, uh, Danisel. The Z- Zelie, think. I think it's Zalej, Zalej, yeah. Zalej, um, who um who, and I'm terrible whenever it comes to comparing uh, artists, but a little uh, David Aja in there, kind of, kind of feel for for some of it from, uh, uh, eh, probably not now that I'm looking at it, but, um, but I think that the standout, and this is not to take anything away from from the other two, but Sean Murphy does a uh, oh, mini series, yeah. and it. Is just gorgeous.
0: Wait, wait, wait! They they put su- the survival of the fittest in the third volume?
2: Yep, yep.
3: Get out of here! Well, yeah, because wow. they're really they're two sides of the same story. Really, I mean, they're.
1: Oh, I thought they were separate. Okay, they're see, concurrent. I mean,
3: they tell you know they're 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 the characters t- dealing with two different uh, um, theaters of the same
0: war. Right, yeah, but I, I was it's, thinking, it's the World man, war they, they would have milked yeah. that Sean Murphy j- as a separate volume. Oh, I see. Yeah,
2: see, that's that's what i really like about this is that you have um they put ghost war which was the six issue six issue arc from the main american vampire uh series and then uh and then the the sean murphy mini series um which god what was that called uh survival of of the fittest yeah um it and then they have uh, kind of the weed in issue uh before the the ghost war. I mean it's it's twelve it's a twelve issue hardcover. That's and, awesome. Yeah, and it was 20, 20, 25 bucks, yeah, twenty four ninety nine. Wow. Cheap so, and it's I mean, it's the, the entire thing is is beautiful. I was really, really happy. This was I, I felt like I got a lot of value. Uh, the production on it is nice. Vertigo still does really nice hardcovers, and uh, and the stories are great. I mean, you've got zombie Nazis.
0: I mean, Indeed you do. That's Sold. A, a staple of exploitation cinema. It's Nazis.
2: awesome. Oh, not zombie, uh, uh, vampire Nazis. Sorry. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, so you've got you've got vampire Nazis and and then you've got that's in the the Sean Murphy story, which is awesome. But in the in the first uh, the first story arc, uh, it's moving the story about about Pearl and and her husband and and Skinner Sweet and them kind of dealing Pearl and her husband uh, Dan right is it Dan uh, dealing with with her. Being a vampire, and them trying to be uh, hidden and away from uh, from the valor's, and uh, then World War II comes, and they she may be a vampire, and they may be on you know on the run, but they're still patriots, and so they get involved in the war effort, and that exposes them to to some dangers not involved with the war, and uh, and it ends up uh, through a chain of events Uh, he has to go to a pretty remote uh, uh, island in the Pacific that's been infested with a new type of vampire and uh, he does it behind her back under the the guise of a, of another mission, she finds out about it and, and goes after him. You know, the only problem is that that uh, they really pissed off Skinner Sweet in the last volume, and he's going to get to him first. So it's it's a it's it's a really awesome adventurous. It's 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 got a you know a little uh, uh, you know any of the great World War Two movies that have to deal with the Pacific Theater. Uh, it's. And then you throw in vampires, and so it's yeah. a horror aspect to it, and uh, you know some high adventure. It's awesome. And then the uh, uh, the the Sean Murphy drawn series, uh, Survival of the Fittest, is it's it's Indiana Jones and Where Eagles Dare and awesome vampire horror stuff. It's it's it was awesome. You big giant monolithic vampires from you know the the ancient the basically the old race vampires which are these like huge egyptian uh, statues that basically come to life and why like, huge like four story tall um, monoliths of of these ancient vampires that are actually alive it's fucking awesome
0: yeah i gotta get my hands on that trade because i stopped the american vampire in singles uh, I think halfway through the the, the war story, because I figured, like yourself, I want to keep these. I'm going to read them again. I, I I want them in a more durable format than that shitty paper. Yeah, and these gosh.
2: are the, these are. Beautiful, beautiful hardcovers. I just wish that you know, like most, uh you know, most comics today. I wish that they would go to an uncoated stock because uh, yeah. I'm, you know, so I'm laying on the couch last night with the, you know, with the the reading light on, and and that's the only thing. It's like, ah, oh, damn, a fucking glare from the from the. <laughs> uh, you gotta uh, hit, you gotta
0: hit that angle just right. It
2: makes it hard to read. It's like, damn it, yeah. can we have some uncoated stock just to just to make Chris happy once. Oh, never, but never. But yeah, it's uh, American Vampire, still awesome, and I think it with with Sweet Tooth are uh, Vertigo's flagship titles right now. Uh,
3: well, yeah. yeah,
2: those those in the unwritten.
3: Yeah,
1: I guess no, I haven't, yeah, I haven't read unwritten.
0: It's good. good. It's good. Yeah, I I lost the taste for it though. Oh really? Yeah. I, I don't know what happened it just I, if it maybe it was the point issues that started I just <laughs> I, I just don't want to I don't know whatever but yeah, speaking congrats. of of oh, uncoded right. stock
1: Oh wait, I, I, but uh speaking of the, uh, Adv- the Man of Steel issue where where Superman oh. and, and Lowe with L- L- the vinyl clings about issue um 30 and then the Man of Steel issues of um Worlds Collide were about 36 37 so the vinyl cling made a second appearance on that that worlds collide one shot it's a good it was a good little
0: um it's logo. Cute. yeah i had fun yeah. with the lobo thing i bought t- made me buy two issues because i bought the bag one with the clings <laughs> and i bought the regular one yeah yep. uncoded stock you say i have something for jason Oh. just got it in the mail today and i've, oh. I've been eagerly waiting for this i slept on it because i'm stupid and I, I was able to get a copy you, you can still uh scare this up but it's it's for sale at a lot of places and maybe I'll, i'll list them in the show notes um jason what would you say if i told you that one of your favorite creators appears in a book that not only lionizes the extreme nature of the art and storytelling of the rob liefeld image years but but also condemns it in a, in a way uh,
3: uh it, it, i would say tell me more
0: okay it, it's an oversized comic it's i didn't measure it but it looks to be like 12 by 15 maybe maybe even bigger it, it's okay. a tabloid comic printed on uh, a toothy stock, a white toothy stock, not newsprint, but a mm. uh, a, a no gloss, toothy stock, uncoated toothy <laughs> stock. There's some color in it, and the uh, people that appear in it, you have Ben Mara, who we all Ooh. know, who we all know from Gangster Rap, Posse, and Night Business. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor <laughs> K- Victor K Rose in here, who goes by the name of Bald Eagles. There is a gorgeous page done by mr jim Rugg. oh you have to oh, see it yeah. now we're he, talking yeah he does chapel and 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 profit and cable oh, and oh. friggin friggin blood strike um nice. yes four plays in here uh who else is the art uh, mark hensel's in here thomas toy heather benjamin ian harker pat Alicio, Keenan Marshall Keller, we have Mickey's Achilles, my girl, from, from Rav. She does a double page spread in color of Deadpool. Oh my uh-huh. god! It, well, I'm, I don't want to say color. It's monochromatic. It's just red okay. and, and, and black, but it is astounding. Uh, the book was edited by Ian Harker, maker of Fine Comics and editor of Philly's awesome Secret Prison tabloid anthology. We've talked about Secret Prison before. And Pat Alisio was the co-editor. He's the writer artist of the awesome 2001-inspired Bowman for Retrofit. It's called "Rub the Blood." Yes. Ooh. You know how they got that name, "Rub the Blood."
4: Ooh,
3: I I, I hasten to ask.
0: Remember the 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 cover of uh, Bloodstrike number one?
1: Oh, is it like heat sensitive? It
0: had it had the 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 cast on the cover it was monochromatic, but they had blood splatters. Yes, uh, all across the cover and up in the corner with next over the image eye, it said, rub the blood. Yes. And and I guess you were supposed to rub the, my cover didn't work. Uh, You're supposed to rub the blood and it would like change color or something, but so, so that's where they got it. Um, now this is definitely in my wheelhouse. It's indie comics creators. Yeah. Condemning and praising the excesses, the extremes. I mean, no pun intended, uh, of the the Rob Liefeld style of yeah. Image. I remember
1: reading about this on on uh, Rugg's blog. Image time.
0: it's fantastic. It's now I have a a very uh, ravenous appetite for art Brute. and they they, they take that excesses uh, from the image years and they transfer it into the drawing style. I mean, there are some eye-searing images in here. The the Deadpool one. Um, Mickey's art is. It, 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 she has a very pantheresque kind of ratty line, and and she's very liberal with um, anatomy and stuff. She 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 gets the image at the expense mm-hmm. of of uh, anatomical correctness. Who cares, right? As long as the images sound, in my opinion, and it's Deadpool just chopping the shit out of people. There, there's heads flying and swords all, nice. all over the place. And and they use uh, most of the artists in here use pattern not s- uh, as much for illustrative purposes as they do uh, for design purposes. Like there's a texture on the front cover that was done by um, Victor Cairo. It's Blood Wolf. Remember Blood Wolf from the the darker <laughs> image, and, and and he's got a gun. Uh, his tongue. He's got an intestine uh sticking out of his mouth and the gun is really a cigarette lighter and he's lighting his intestine on fire and the smoke that's coming off this disturbing uh piece of body part uh is it says rub the blood but it's done kitchen sink style every square inch of this drawing has a mark on it i mean the in in the the barrel of the gun there's a a checkerboard pattern. There's rockets next to that. I mean, every, it, and it's, the, the drawing is so precise, but it's done in a loose way. Google mm-hmm. it. Google rub the blood and see the front cover. Uh, it's monochromatic again. It's red and black, but, uh, there, there's a cell phone built into the, into the, the gun called the blood phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's crazy, but uh, you, Jason, you need to see Jim Rugg's page. It, it's gorgeous. Nice. It, it's one of his the tight most. Uh, it's very tightly drawn, tighter than I've seen him draw. Wow. Okay, yeah, it, it's it's extremely nice. Yeah, but David, get this. There's a story <laughs> <laughs> that's drawn by Josh Bayer. Uh, remember we talked about? Well, I talked about uh, that ROM issue that he did the the takeoff on Rom that Josh Bayer did, and he did Bam Bam and the, and the Barbarians, and the, he has a raw power book out. This comic strip is called Trimpy Loses.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. It's Herb
0: Trimpy, right? Walking around in a Godzilla costume without, without a head, and he's going, ah, after I got back from Vietnam, it wasn't <laughs> like this. It used to be easy when I was in demand. Sure, when Rolling Stone did that cover story on Marvel, they used my drawing of the Hulk, and somebody thought it was Kirby but it was yeah. mine and he's going and he's bitching about all the new kids coming up the image style mm. and and he he, he he's com- he's complaining and he gets attacked by like cable and and a bunch of image characters and he's like they're so deformed how did everything get so gross uh one of the character goes your time is done old man our time has come and Trimpy says fuck you i still I'm still in my early 50s, and he's beating the crap out of these image <laughs> characters. And they rip they rip them apart, and they start biting at them. Uh, and he says, well, I barely survived that with my life. Jesus, that was harrowing. Good thing I have this thick skin. The question is, what do I do now? Marble may have been my home for 25 years, but I have no illusions about them. They leave me here to die like a dog unless I do something. And it turns out, at the end of the story... He changes his style, and they show the cover of Fantastic Four Unlimited. Oh, no. And, and this, oh kid, this kid goes That's to a newsstand and buys it, and he says, It says here this is drawn by Herb Trimpey. And the newsstand guy says, Probably. He's got to pay the piper, just like everybody else. So the kid starts reading the book, and he says, This is the saddest comic ever made. <laughs> 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 That's nice. fantastic. It's so oh good. Yeah, this, so this book is six bucks worth every freaking penny, uh, especially if you have more adventures. I got mine from uh, William Carden at uh, hypercastle.com H-Y-P-E-R-C-A-S-T Hypercast, and he has a double page... Yeah, this was a Kickstarter thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, okay. He has a double page thing called uh, Light Beam versus Blood World, The mm-hmm. Living Battle Planet. Oh, I love his stuff. He He's very much in the Matt Brinkman kind of uh, pattern and texture as design element and and just a a beautiful organic kind of tattered ratty organic uh disturbing style it, it this book made my day when I got it. It is unbelievably well done yeah awesome uh, and Ben Mara draws profit oh that's okay. ben, ben Mara is a profit fan he yeah. he loves no he 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 loves um uh Stephen Platt. And Ben Mars said, "I'm in." And the same thing with Jim Rugg. <laughs> G- Jim Rugg contacted the editors and said, "I, I want to be on this thing. I, I have to do this." It- it's just—it's trying to connect the dots between that extreme approach and and the rawness and and immediacy of our brute. Uh, there- it's very grotesque-looking most of it, which is good. But it- it's alive. There's a- there's a vigor mm-hmm. to this stuff that's just amazing. Uh, I'll put some links up in the show notes for Rub the Blood. There's even a pseudo letters page, David. You 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 will die oh, yeah, laughing. I'm yeah, it it's well, very 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 good.
3: Speaking of that, did any of you uh, have the occasion yet to read the New Prophet? Yes. Yep. I've been asking people. Sure did. i waiting. It's so effing good, dude. Oh
0: snap! David didn't think you'd like it.
1: You you baffled what? I loved you. it, dude. You baffle me. Why? Because you dislike Adventure Time, and you love this,
0: I know, right? It's really close to Adventure Time. It really is. It's nothing is like, it's the, nothing no, like it's Adventure seriously. Time. No, you're uh, so wrong, Jason. Uh, I love you to death, man. But you are.
1: Dude is on a quest. He's got his little little stretchy, configurable little backpack buddy. That's Dude, fucking. Dude, what okay. is all deformed and
3: corny and like, like, uh, like, don't like carnival-esque? is. I can't believe, I
1: believe you can heart like that. Oh. Well, I'll anyways, tell you, so you, you Simon Roy
0: Simon Roy is a find. Yeah, so, yeah,
3: I mean, I was trying to think of a way to describe him. I mean, he's he's definitely, uh, he's hyper-detailed. He's definitely got a little Guy Davis in his faces. Yeah. um, But, you That's know,
1: not... feel. I mean, it doesn't yeah, feel definitely. Like anything else you'd get from Marvel or DC right now. Yeah, but,
0: I mean, it's very much in the Arkstein camp.
3: Definitely, you know? well, they're all yeah. part of that same
0: crew. Right, right.
3: They're all part of that same, like, the Ink Studs, like, Canadian crew. They're all, like, buddies. Brandon yeah
0: damn it that's what i wanted to mention it, it, for the for i'm sorry for the rub the blood go listen to the i think it's the latest issue of uh latest uh episode of ink studs because they talked to to pat and ian uh on um uh, about rub the blood yeah i mean I'm they've sorry,
3: had simon so. roy on they've had brandy graham on they've had uh um obviously our boy stoke go on um but dude so this is i mean let's talk about it i thought it was phenomenal i thought me it was too absolutely,
0: yeah uh, i liked it a lot very inventive yeah, it's
3: it's a. I mean, the old prophet for those that don't know uh, was basically uh, left Rob trying to do Cable without working at Marvel. I mean, that was yeah. basically what <laughs> yeah. A, um, but it, with, brilliantly with, yeah,
0: drawn by Stephen Platt. Platt though. Yeah. yeah.
3: But I mean, he was Cable esque in the time traveler and lots of pouches and big shoulder pads and, and the lots gear. of new weapons and um <laughs> and, and, and and this is this is issue number twenty one because uh, Rob's new extreme reboot is. Uh, they're doing the, the issue numbering taking off for where the old one ended back in the 90s, which is clever, but the business side of me thinks it was a bad idea. Uh, because, you know, like, people are so trained right. these days to try number one issues and, like, I can see a lot of people just, like, seeing profit number 21 on those shelves and just being like, I don't know what that is. Um, which would be a damn shame, if this book was dope. Yeah, no, it's, it's,
1: it's a great jumping on point. It, it really, I'll tell you what, I
3: mean... What, it, I mean after reading this and hearing Brandon Graham talk about it, um, I'm dying to read King City.
0: <laughs> oh, that book is made for you. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. I did can't you wait. order it? You ordered the the companion? Yeah, I ordered the collection. Yeah, excellent,
3: excellent. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm I, actually I, looking forward to that. Oh, I know, right? So, I mean, the premise is that uh, that uh, this this character is. Um, did they say how long he was away? I mean, it was hundreds of years, right? Long time. So, and then he gets, like, they, they out of the ground comes this drill press, this drill bit-looking thing, and he pops out of it, and it's just such an organic book. Like, he he comes out of the pod, and he throws up this gross-looking stuff, and this, um, this like, little, I don't even know how to describe it, but, like, almost like a little conch shell-looking thing. Like, he throws up, and then he grabs that, and um, it's like this, hearing Graham talk about the book really made me appreciate it even more than I did first reading it, because... Um, he's Graham's obviously not a guy that 's uh known for like delving into the superhero world or anything like right. that, yeah. but he said that um when they pitched this to him, he really was intrigued with the idea of um like what what the world would be like if, you know hundreds of years from now and how quickly we 've evolved in terms of our technology and science and just like how unbelievably foreign it would be, so he really wanted to just play with that idea of like you know that literally like everything that we think of. And have come to accept in terms of like physics and the way things work, just would likely be pretty different, you know, if we if we waited long enough and that's this guy is thrust into this world where he has a mission to accomplish. Um, but it's just a totally alien world. Um, but dude, I mean there's some crazy stuff, like he's got that like white looking dog creature that opens up and it's got like eight mouths. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I love how he turns it into a bindle as he's walking through. I
0: know, dude. <laughs> I, I, I was digging it up to the the part where they did the inventory of everything that that he had. in, in Right, in the, right. And I was like, okay, this is for me. Yeah, I'm, the inventory I, I'm, thing. The inventory was, thing, I'm loving it. I
3: yeah. heard Graham talk about that. He said he was <coughs> really taken by the fact that... Uh, Back in the day, he had read comics, and uh, and I forget. God, I I just hear listened to the interview too, but it was a uh, Rob was. Uh, I mean, um, no, no, it was uh, it was Brandon was talking to. Uh, oh, to, it was it was Ron in uh, on Don't Miss um, on iFanboy, fanboy. He was into doing uh, doing this interview, but but he said that uh, the inventory thing was just because he was fascinated when he was a kid. He read a um, a Batman comic where. Uh, Batman, you know, they did like a whole page <laughs> to, to everything in the uh, utility yeah, belt, and awesome. he said he was just so fascinated at the organization of that that that's what the uh, that's where that that comes from the homage to that. Um, awesome. And then, dude, like he he hooks up with that with that handler, uh-huh. and, uh, and it's, yeah. it's just nasty it looking. It. It's basically, it's basically uh, a humanoid pussy, right? I mean, it's he's uh, got
0: it's got she's got it on her face, I think. That's I
3: mean, it's yeah. a pussy face. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, it's a it's it's so it's vagina so face, and, uh, and and he's got to like, hit it. She's, she spreads her nasty ass legs open and she's like, mate with me first. I mean, yeah. his, and his face is recoiling, you know, he's like, recoiling, but he does it. Next scene, he's like, zipping up his pants. I and, love her uh,
0: comment, though. We slept too long. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, um, I guess it was pretty, pretty enthusiastic. And even like, if he it, did want to do it,
3: he has to go to Gel City and it's like just this, like, this just disgusting, almost jellyfish looking, like, like, organic, like, uh, living space. You know what I liked uh, about and, that,
0: uh, though? a smell based cast system, yeah, yeah I know. very cool. oh, right. yeah,
3: crazy. and then he's got this uh this like uh white gelatinous uh thing that he wears on him, and it acts as like a babble fish, and it's kind of like a symbiote, and it like covers his head <laughs> when it's cold, and it like every like there's I love stuff.
2: that Jason says babblefish, it's just assuming that everyone oh yeah sorry yeah yeah from Hitchhikers. i yeah, you're right, I assume people
0: know that well that um, that's the online name of it too, right, the translator babblefish, yeah, yeah, so.
3: Um, but like he's wearing the thing, and then like out of nowhere, like the thing like snaps up and like takes a bite out of whatever he's eating. Like it's just like it's, like
0: it's I, yeah, that was cool. Um, just yeah.
3: amazing. I mean, so creative, and like you said, the Simon Roy character is just the business. I mean, wow. <laughs> Whew. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, it, it the first issue roped me in in a humongous way. I can't wait to yeah. to to see more. Um, his,
0: his panel composition. He's got an airiness, a Euro- like David said, a very European um air to it where they the, he allows like Mobius does this too on landscapes and stuff. He allows he's not afraid of white space. Sure, to give sure. to give uh the, the, the viewpoint a sense of scale. I like that a lot. You know, you don't always have to have tight shots. And um attention to detail in the in the in the storytelling and art. Like on the one page you see the, the carcass of something and there's this creepy looking shit on a tree and it's red and blue. <laughs> and you're thinking, all right. There's this tree has has something on it. But then if you look in the next panel with the wolves, um what they call them, the domo odes or whatever, the wolf pack, the the parasites that are in infecting them, that's what was on the tree in the previous page.
3: Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is crazy, is, right? Yeah, exactly. To yeah. People that don't know what we're saying, there's wolves, but they have like almost like snail like protrusions coming out of their eye sockets and like green fungal <laughs> stuff coming out of their skulls. And it's it's you know it's 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 some kind of symbiotic relationship that turns these things into these creatures.
0: So uh, cool, yeah.
3: Very very cool, dude. Like I mean, massively impressive. I just have to say, if this is what we're gonna get from the rest of the Extreme Relaunch, it's it's gonna be good stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, the glory is looking good. I don't think that's out yet, right? I think I haven't it seen it if it is.
1: Come out today if it did.
3: Okay, yeah. today I did.
1: Hey,
0: jo- John yeah, Prophet kind of reminds me of of Nexus. How he's driven by the dreams. Mm-hmm. That if you're gonna hearken uh, back to a you know what has come before, Nexus is not a bad place to hearken. Yep, <laughs> I just like that. I need way. to
2: move on to my archive volume two on
0: that soon. There you go. Yeah. And and the dude the dude is not above cannibalism. You know he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> He's hungry. Well, there's a leg right there. I'm going to chow down. Uh, That's right. it's just, just a really, really straightforward, gritty, fun book. I, I liked it a lot. Intriguing. Totally. Yeah. It, 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 it challenges the reader to, and, uh, to accept being thrown in to, um, a story that we haven't seen all of it. Uh, like there's, there's a, uh, a, a past to this character. We have no idea. Assuming that the the previous twenty issues either didn't happen or were erased from from canon, because this is a fresh start, you know, and it yeah, it's just it's like you said, it's just like restarting the book. So why, why didn't they number it number one? That would have, that would have been better, I think.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I, you can understand the motivation. They thought it'd be cool to symbolize that it. it's
0: yeah but it really has nothing to do
3: no it doesn't and in fact um again on this interview that ron did with with uh with brandon he said that uh i mean his his interaction with rob has been de minimis uh you know he said rob's been like cool and supportive and very encouraging but he has had absolutely no no role in in the book what he wanted to do the design you know it's 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 peace brandon and simon were left alone and to be clear to people um the, the, it, each issue is not going to be drawn by Simon. Um, I believe Brandon said the first four issues are going to be drawn by four different artists, well. uh, oh. and then and then he's drawing the fifth or the sixth issue in the series. Nice. Yeah. So, uh,
0: what about the double page map? That is awesome. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Well, when you see King City, you're going to be like, Brandon draws some freaking hot ass women. He really does. His nice. women are gorgeous. My man. They, uh,
3: Jay Tomio just bought uh, some some King City pages.
0: Really. Pa- cool. Pages. Yeah. Really. Mhm. Well, he's a baller.
3: <laughs> shock shock caller. He
0: is. Yeah. I love Brandon Graham. You know and uh it, well, once you get steeped in the Brandon Graham, Jason he has done a number of uh adult comics too. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, he's I'm he's so a horn so dog. He really is. Uh, well, I told you he does um illustrations for the uh, Cinema sewer and that's just oh, porn nice. and exploitation. He's just, he loves the women and draws them really well. He draws them? everything really well. Look at that. Nice. Yeah. This is a winner. Uh, I'm surprised. Dinner.
3: Yeah. Look at you guys being surprised that I like something awesome.
0: Because, because it's Adventure
1: time, surprised dude. Surprised on my part. time, dude.
2: Adventure
1: Time, dude. It's the same damn thing.
2: It's not anything think. like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, he's on you like people quest. in your adventure. He's I've never it. even seen it. Dude, Beastmasters uh, a I Beastmasters on the quest, too. I, that doesn't I, make this like that. Sorry for you. No, it
1: doesn't. It doesn't. Dude, You're absolutely right. On, Tron's on, Tron's you, on a quest. you did not bring Is up Beastmaster. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Tron. Tanya Roberts, baby.
0: Yum, 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 yum. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: Fucking meerkats. Oh, boy.
0: What else we got? Somebody else has to have something because well
2: my, mine's not a comic, but it is some comic art. I just wanted to brag a little bit I got a, oh I got boy a, I got a package in the mail today, and this is the, this is the pimp something that that Jason uh did on the forum that is one of my favorite parts of of our online community uh the, everybody knows that that we will chit chat about original art from from time to time uh and jason started a thread on the forum that is the most extensive collection what? of of links for original art dealers and places to find original art that i found uh, anywhere i mean it's it's awesome if if i want to find original art that i go to our thread uh which is stickied uh, at the top of the forum and and that's where i you know that's where i get a lot of my original art information from so anyway uh the artist choice which is spencer becks uh, uh art original art company he the guy is at you know almost every convention every good size convention that uh, that you can go to uh at the uh the end of every year he has a, a pretty massive sale where you can get a lot of work for 30 40 fifty percent off and uh and this year i got uh, i got two pieces one uh, um i didn't i didn't post the other one on the forum i gotta have to find a scan of it but i found i finally have uh an, an ivan rice uh green lantern page nice yeah oh look at yeah it's it's really sweet it's oh, from uh ever. it's from the uh uh the origin uh story where where hal is uh uh a noob He's, uh, he's very early in his Green Lantern training days, and it's an awesome page. It's got, it's got Tomar, it's got Chip, uh, a, a bunch of the other Green Lantern trainees. So I'll, uh, I'll have to post it, but it's, uh, it's pretty stinking awesome. But, but my absolute find, and it's one that I had been eyeing a long time, is, uh, I finally, uh, have a Jose Luis Garcia Lopez page. Aww. Yeah, yeah. And that's it's, admirable. Yeah. It's from uh it's from Weird War Tales.
0: <gasps> uh, Get uh, out. Wow. Yeah,
2: yeah. You didn't see it today, Vince?
0: No, I didn't. I don't click on anything, Chris Paul <laughs> <laughs> No, uh-huh.
2: uh-huh. uh-huh. funny because it's true.
0: It's, uh, uh-huh.
2: yeah, I uh it's from Weird War uh number uh number forty four and uh Ooh. it's the uh it's the title page, so you've got the uh, uh it's a it's a military horror story which is uh since I already talked about American vampire tonight you can tell it's right up it's, my alley yeah. so it's the uh it's got the uh s- uh skeleton paratrooper kind of playing the uh uh the role of the crypt keeper kind of setting up the story uh you know and it's called fear no evil and it's got the it's written by uh Jack olek
4: mm mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and art by Garcia Lopez and it is a beautiful page and David I love David what was your favorite part of that page
1: oh man what did I say
2: that it had the uh, it had the continued
0: on. Oh yes,
1: yes, yeah. It had continued on fourth page. It had the little ad break at the bottom. Yeah, right I there.
0: have a couple of weird I love pages, that. and they I love they that. they do have the paste ups on them.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's got
2: paste ups. It's hand lettered. It's got all the editor's notes. It's got mounting tape on it. It's a mess of a page, but it's fucking that. beautiful. No, I love, yeah.
1: I it, when it comes to when it comes to original art, I do. I mean, I I will have a page or two of the newer or or late 90s and and beyond in my collection, but I I love... Word balloons and fully lettered, and and sound uh, effects, and and any tape on it or out or no. Whiteout, I, I, yeah. I want, I want, you know, the nitty gritty. I want, I want to know that someone worked on it. I don't want to know, yeah. I don't want to think that maybe someone just printed this out on some. Really I nice mean,
2: page. this this is an art board. It's got blue yeah. line and and whiteout, and you can see all the the thin pencil lines for the hand lettering. It's it's awesome. So yeah, what? I was I was really happy. For
0: if I may ask, was it more than two bills?
2: Um, I got this uh, after the discount for a hundred bucks.
0: Oh, oh, you stole it? Yeah, yeah,
2: you yeah. It was, that. yeah, it was like okay, I'm, I'm gonna get that. So, hey, uh, but yeah, we'll see.
0: Don't go pushing the weird Weird War because I haven't finished that run yet, and I don't want people going all <laughs> willy nilly. <and> they're, like,
2: <laughs> they're, they're awesome. They're real. It's, I mean, if you. Oh, well, like Weird reason, War
0: is uh, yeah. in a lot of ways it's as good as House of Mystery was. Yeah.
2: And you got the you know if you like the creepy and eerie stuff it's oh, yeah. it just it just fits fits right in there. Hey, I've got I've got a thank you uh, before I uh, before I finish up before um, uh, you fall
0: Lee, asleep you mean
2: yeah, no, <laughs> no but before I forget um, uh, leaf insect Dan uh, Dan yep is it, it, Dan Dampua from Australia uh, out of the blue sent me uh, a Christmas present it's uh, a uh, uh, which I I love because it's not comic related. <laughs> it's something else that was on my Amazon wish list. It's a uh, 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 understanding flash photography. No. I've been <laughs> to
0: oh, At least it's not a knife. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: not a knife, but it's uh, yeah. He sent me an awesome uh, flash photography book, which yeah. I'm I'm really happy with. I've I've been wanting uh, to uh, to understand my uh, uh, my flash for nice. a while. So yeah, very cool. Thank you, Dan.
1: I, yeah, I wanna and, thank you. Oh, go ahead oh um just because the man has uh earlier this year I, I was going to i wanted to start a uh a photo a day experiment i wanted to see if i could take a photo a day with with, with my iphone and just run with it and i and and dan decided to start a thread not only a thread which is stickied in in the monkey room but he um where could has that? that is at bullpenbulpens dot com slash forum uh and there's something else I want to talk about on the form, regarding the forum after this. But the uh, he decided to go and set up a Tumblr page uh, that can be found at e the letters e o c photo a day dot com, and anybody who's on the forum or who follows us on Twitter can post a photo on that blog. So you have, you have photos from me, from Pat Loika, from Steve Raker, from Dan, from, from Philippe, from Eric. I mean, there are, there are over a dozen people who are participating and, and and Dan actually went ahead and, and categorized everybody tagged all the photos so that you can actually click on anybody who, who took that photo and you can see what other photos they've taken of, of the, since the beginning of the year. And the man is just insane when it comes to that. So I want to thank him for for setting up that Tumblr page. It's a pretty neat neat theme, and and it's very straightforward, and it's basically just nothing but photos with, with a little description if anybody posted the description with the photo. But uh, I want to thank him for that. And, and regarding the the forum, real quick, if you are registering for the forum, I am not accepting any registrations that have a number, In their name, or have an email address to like something security systems, or Lady (laughs) Day, or anything that resembles spam, I am not approving those. So, so just just do me a favor and and sign up with with some realist nickname or just i don't <laughs> i don't it doesn't have to i don't want any numbers in anybody's name if you want me to approve or you have to send an email saying listen this is me this is my email address because our spam filter is also uh working over time and 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 flagging a few things here and there so even if if you do even if you are a real person our forum spam blocker might think your ip address or something isn't up to snuff. So so that could be why you haven't been approved yet. So I'm just letting everybody know.
0: Forum's going nice. crazy. If yeah. it wasn't for Star Wars we'd have no threat at all for the last
1: Alan Moore or anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jason, did you have a thank you? Because you sounded like you wanted to chime in.
3: Yes I did. So uh also to uh and I feel like I thank him a lot also to Dan Pua, who, uh, as I've mentioned, has been awesome twice sending my boys Pokemon cards. He sent me um, a uh, a manga uh, by Shigeru Mizuki called Onward Towards Our Noble Deaths. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, so good. Yeah, drawn accordingly. <laughs> wait, uh,
2: this wait, was wait, on wait. my list of things I wanted to, to try, so he's the man for this. Uh, it it's, was, it, it's the one manga I read last year and absolutely yeah. loved adored it. yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's awesome, right? I mean, it's it's, it's it's like it's fictional history, but it's a story of a uh,
3: of a Japanese uh, uh, um, group in uh, World War II. And uh, I just read like the first chapter just, just to get a sense of it before that we started the show because I got it today. And uh, it's it's funny. It's I wasn't expecting it to be funny, but it's actually pretty funny. Yeah, so. there's
2: a lot of a lot of humor to it, but it just it kind of shows you how fucked up war can be. Uh, mm-hmm. And and from the from the Japanese. Uh, perspective and deals, with. kind of with their code of honor and and that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty wild.
1: It doesn't. mad matter. love to Dan. It, it well, see, it doesn't yep. matter how much love the three of us, meaning me, Jason or Chris, give oh, Dan. Boy. He is. He will never look at us the way. He looks at Vince. I mean, he loves Vince. Yeah, it, and I love it's, him back. It's, it's scary, man. I think he uh-huh. wants wear your skin. It's it's a little scary sometimes. <laughs> you it's,
0: know, speaking of of wearing my skin. Yeah. I I finished the Crossed Psychopath series. Oh, this is what I was waiting to uh-huh. hear. Please go on. <laughs> you know, I, I've I've it's it's odd. I've been mulling over the ending to the damn book for more than a week. It it mm-hmm. ended really strange. Not, n- nowhere <laughs> near. In, in, earlier, no, said. nowhere near in a way I thought it was going to end. It, it, they, they left it, it's open ended. And, and I thought for sure that there, there would be some kind of resolution, but I don't know what Leif so was much. trying to, I don't know what he's trying to say with this. I mean, uh, spoilers, um, Harold <laughs> Laurie, uh, lives to, Mess people's lives up another day, and and uh, the 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 people he was with were whittled all the way down to one, and she, well, and uh, I just spoiled it, and and uh, and and she lives too. So I I don't understand what the whole aside from the the gratuitousness and the shocking nature of the book, I I'm I'm not sure I'm getting the purpose of the miniseries.
2: Be- to get paid th- pay for th- there was th-
0: there, <laughs> th- there was no comeuppance. there was no um, just rewards i mean i mean he the guy walked around with a breast in a bag and and basically made love to it he killed people to get to um manipulate the group to get closer to uh, amanda and then she gets away and and he Stitches back his lips on because she she bit his lips off when he tried to kiss her. Uh, <laughs> stitches his lips back on and, and and walks out into the rain. I, nice. I, I I'm I'm. Is this I'm your so, in your travels? I can't no. believe I'm reading this <laughs> oh. book. No, I I'm I mean for other people who've read this, come on our forum and and give your two cents because I I am trying to 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 grab onto something tangible with this ending and and uh, is is it that hopeless? This crossed universe is is there no yes. Is this, is this your first yes. cross? <laughs> no, I I've oh, there was there were endings to to previous oh, okay. cross stories. This is just strange. It's uh, you had the build up over the seven issues of this guy manipulating the group and and lying and killing and and his his really unhealthy relationship with uh Lori who he, he again lied to and manipulated and and Oh, and,
2: you're breaking oh, up. Gosh, mm-hmm. Oh, what a what a... What Chris? The cross, that's that's so. Oh, that's that's awful. Well, you were just about getting to get into the skin flag part too. Yeah, yeah, I know. What a shame.
3: Oh, dude. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, we made Vince mad. Now. Yeah. That's actually. Oh, um. Uh, Dave, Dave Windorf dropped me a line, and we were oh, talking. Oh, good, because I was
3: actually thinking we haven't seen him on the forums in a while.
2: He's he's doing well. He's uh, he's back from back from uh, Europa, cool. and uh, reading a lot of comics. He's doing awesome. Said to uh, say hi to to, uh, to everyone, and and we actually the subject of Cross came up. Uh, he had he had asked me about it, and he wanted me to you know pick up a book that I had dropped that that I think that you and Jason and Vince loved and apparently I need to to catch up on uh, he's become a huge fan of the boys and uh okay. and is imploring imporing me to uh, to Vince pick it up I think i am still reading it but yeah yeah so that he you know he basically said that it really really picked up and 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 came together and uh, there was actually some some serious thought that that went into you know the the big scope of the book so mm-hmm. uh so he's imploring me to read that and and I just wanted to read the first cross series that for me that was that was, en- that was enough that's all I needed out of that universe so but that was just my opinion
3: I don't think you're all better Vince no, you're, all you're better. not
2: actually it's kind of funny it is kind of funny it is should we should we do the yeah we should think we should get, uh, uh This episode has been brought to you. C, discount comic book service. You can find them at dcbservice.com, dot com. Right? Yes. Yeah. It,
0: it, we still have fifteen minutes. <laughs> what <laughs> the hell? What the hell are you doing the, the outro for? We still
2: got. It's yeah, it's all. It, we're almost. It will be two hours and five minutes.
0: I don't know what kind of clock you're, you're using because I got it at 1.43. Chicago
2: <laughs> Is it 1.43?
0: Yeah, like, we got an hour and 43 minutes, dude. We still got, we still got things as, to talk about.
1: A, yeah.
3: <sighs> Preach then, Brother Vince. Preach no, I, I don't want
0: I, 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 <laughs> to. Just, just a crazy ending. I, I don't get it. I'm sorry. Uh, like frost. Yeah. But uh, that's cool. You were talking to Dave. I love Dave a lot.
2: Yeah, and, and yeah, he's doing he's doing awesome. Hopefully, he, hopefully, new record this year.
0: Oh, nice! I would hope so. Yeah, keep cranking them out. I'll keep buying the damn things. Yeah, ye. All right, I guess we can give Niesman his due because I have something to talk about for you in your travels that may take up a little bit of time. There you go. Right, of you were you were a little crackly, Chris, when you said the the DCBS. So I'm just going to say yeah. it again. Okay. Uh, sponsored as always, by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get your favorite books and collectibles at huge discounts, like in your travels. Do yourself a favor. Issue number seven came out today. Go out and buy SpongeBob comics from Bongo. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) This comic is so much damn fun. Uh, It starts off with a Savage Sword of Conan parody cover where where SpongeBob is in the Conan role atop a mountain of golden Krabby Patties. He's got a Krabby Patty for his shield and the spatula is the sword. And Patrick is the woman. <laughs> Patrick has a, a metal bikini on. <laughs> and there's a giant worm with a U, W-R-M, coming in from the side. But the story that really got me laughing, uh, it was written by um, Joey Weiser. Google that name. Uh, pencils and Inks by Vince Deporter. Uh, SpongeBob, SpongeBob and Patrick Spongebob. find SpongeBob and Patrick find what they think is an egg, uh, and and they're wondering what the hell is it? Uh, it's, maybe it's a sea turtle. I don't know. And Patrick goes, maybe it's a baby omelet. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> I love it. Uh, James Kachalka's all over this issue. Uh, let's see who else we have here. Graham Anable from Grickle uh, does uh, story pencils oh, cool. and inks uh, on, a, on a story. Uh, there's more James Kachalka. Uh, the lead-in story was written by David Newman and pencils and inks by Jacob Chabot. This is and uh, you have R. Sikoriak that does the frontispiece. So Sponge, this is legit, Jason. The the back cover is a pseudo ad where Mister Crab wants you to join the Krabby Club, and the whole the whole purpose of the club is you can sell Crabby Patties door to door. Nice, earn valuable prizes. It's like Amway for the. <laughs> Honestly, God, I I, I oh, love I love this freaking book. It's just it's I would. I love uh, it when my buddies love comics. <laughs>
1: me <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, check out Bongo's uh, sp- the dirty bubbles in here, Man Ray, all all the bad guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looking at the pages,
1: it just makes me
0: giggle. It is it's okay. so much fun. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boys in here, legit SpongeBob. I and I didn't say that just to tick Jason off. I honestly love this book. You're pretty. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> I really I do. You're crazy, but I believe you. <laughs>
1: You're crazy, man. Crazy. It's
0: baby omelet. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Please,
2: next. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I might make Vince happy. Um, ah, nice. Maybe. I'm finally after. This, this is one of those. It's like, okay, fucking shut up i'll read it wow enough, enough. yes enough. i'll read it but okay shut up about it Wow. uh so you didn't
0: read this yet or you did read it and it's because i re- have not read oh, it yet. Okay.
2: i'm gonna read it this week in
1: your travels read something yeah. i haven't read well no we'll, we'll come
2: we'll read it read it with me and we'll come back oh. next week and talk oh, about. oh good it. finally finally gonna start reading 20th century boys oh
0: oh boy that's a long haul, Chris. Well, well, want I, to I, I said it I'm going to
2: start uh, Twenty-four total. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I so mean, but I mean, volume eighteen just got. Yeah, yeah. they're in the twenties um, now. But yeah, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with volume one and uh, and see how That's I like
1: it. Let's start.
0: Um, if you like this volume, I will send you uh, one, two, three, seven of them. Because I read them already, and I don't okay. need them. I don't, don't I, don't, I don't need them cluttering my shelf. No. Okay, cool. I we love will the do book, a little, but yeah. we can
2: do a little. We can do a little comic swap. I'll, I'll, oh, find I'll something just to, give them to you. Oh, I'm sure i got some manga around here I don't like. I can send back to
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there shit stains all over this manga? I don't get it. Uh, it, smells like, it smells like
2: poo. <laughs> <laughs> Battle o- Royale, baby. Oh,
0: the poo. Yeah, you know what pisses me off? Did they ever finish the uh, deluxe volume of the Battle Royale? Yeah, I don't think so. Damn it. I didn't think they did because I have, like, two of them, and I—I I, was another one of those things where I was keeping up on it, and then I said, well, I'll get them when I have, you know, extra Scratch and I never got around to it. Now they're not gonna finish the damn thing. Yep. It sucks. Fuckers. It's truth. That's a vicious story. You think crossed is bad. Battle Royal's like, you know, crossed times maybe three. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's pretty raw, but so so's crossed. But anyway.
1: Okay, uh, moving on. I've uh I've got two things here. They're both digital comics. One's free, one's ninety nine cents. Uh one is uh One's Marvel's The Avengers Prelude, Fury's Big Week, it it uh kicked off after the Super Bowl um and the Avengers spot during the Super Bowl. Uh basically this is a uh this is a short 12-pager or so. Um having not seen still not seen uh Thor or or Captain America. This basically this series is the first the first chapter is free the I think the remaining ones will be $0.99 cents each. They'll come out weekly. Um, this connects the, uh, I think, Captain America to the Avengers movie. So it, if, uh, if if you're looking, if there's a gap, for those of you who have seen Captain America and are going to see the Avengers, and you want to know how they got from, from point A to point B, this, I think, will kind of fill in a little bit of the backstory. Uh, this is uh, written by... Eric Pearson with Christopher Yost and, uh, and his art by Luke Ross. It's It was a pretty neat little uh, little first chapter. I, I wasn't lost having not seen those other movies. They, they do reference Iron Man and the Hulk movies as well. Um, but it, it's a pretty neat setup. The other first chapter I read was uh, Justice League Beyond, which takes place in the Batman Beyond universe. Uh, in the DC corner this was uh this is also digital 99 cents uh written by Derek Friedolfs and Dustin Gwen pencils by Dustin Gwen inks by uh Derek Friedolfs and this was a little weird to me this was about 22 pages or so or 22 swipes on the screen and it was um it's not quite widescreen it's basically like if they took a comic book page and you're just looking at the top half of that page. I mean each each page is a full page but it's not a full comic book page for those of us who who were used to reading comic books on on paper. Uh but it it uh, I said it's, it's the Terry McGinnis Batman uh with Bruce Wayne hanging back at the Batcave. It it's a Future Justice League with uh with a futuristic Hawkman and Big Barda and uh and green lantern and they take on the jokers and another gang which um is basically fooling around with 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 splicing genetic splicing with with animals but it's it it definitely uh it definitely feels like the batman beyond universe the 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 bruce tim type batman beyond you can i definitely heard Terry McGinnis, in, in a few times where he actually had something to say in the issue, um, art was fantastic. I mean, it's, as I said, it's, it's penciled by Luke by Ross? Dustin Nguyen. So no, no, no. Oh. The Avengers is Luke Ross. The the Batman oh, okay. and, and even even the Avengers Luke Ross book was didn't look didn't look bad at all. Seriously, ah. um, I'll, I'll post some recaps to that too. But the uh, you know so if and this this Justice League Beyond will be bundled with what, what DC's doing is. Um, because this the, the chapters are being produced digitally and then they're going to the Batman Beyond unlimited paper comic book that that, that I believe comes oh, out that's right yeah that it, it's going to be this Justice League Beyond and the digital Batman Beyond story in, in, in on paper for uh, i guess 3.99 for the 48 or so pages so i mean basically you're reading this now first via digital and then you can get the actual printed copy if, if you want. But I, I'm interested to see how it's going to um how it's going to be printed, how it's going to be produced, because the uh it just because of how I'm used to reading comic books on, on paper, I did get this sense that something was missing because I was only looking at the top half of a page. But I was still you know, you were still getting what you needed, but it just the the presentation was a little off for me. Just And that's, you may not feel the same way if if you do check it out. So for those of you, and I do know that a few people have have read it, a couple people have mentioned it on the forum. So for those of you who have read the Justice League Beyond digital comic, I'm um, looking forward to hearing your thoughts. But there you go. So like I said, you you get the first parts of stories, one free, one for a buck. So go for it. Can we
0: just go off on a little tiny couple-minute tangent?
1: Well, you got to ask Jason. It's his turn.
0: That's what I mean. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, it's good by me, dude. I'm going to borrow one of your favorite words. Uh-huh. I, I, I find the response to the Avengers trailer baffling.
1: Why? What do you mean? What, uh, what I, response? I, yeah, I don't know I, what's
3: been the reaction. I don't well,
0: know. Well, from what I've seen on on the Twitter and, and other places, the mm-hmm. response is one of awe. <coughs> okay. I think it looks like garbage. Really? Yeah, really. Okay. I I I don't. I found nothing. I, I, think it, it, I found really. It, yeah. yeah the only thing,
1: the, the only thing that I found not not laughable, the only thing I found a little off was that the the closing scene of the of the commercial was when everybody was flexing or 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 cocking back their bow or what have you. Everybody's already poised for action, and then there's Black Widow with with her little Glock, and it was just I, of all everybody looking hot though. No, you I know, and t- it's not even a scarjo thing It's just like everybody else is all big and bad and and she's gonna at least when you watch the the, the Dark Knight Rises trailer or any other type of trailer um th- th- there was another damn there was something else that 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 was previewed during super Bowl and it was it just it felt bigger but i mean, just just mm-hmm. just her with that little nine millimeter just just well
3: i will say this i thought I felt the exact same thing, but on the other hand, i mean that kind of speaks to the silliness of superhero comics in general. Mm. I mean, we, we've we've lived for most of our lives reading stories where you have gods hanging out with mortal beings with, like, little blasters or guns, right? And, and we accept that they're on even playing field. So, I mean, it's not like the, the movie's making Black Widow out to be less than what she is. She's a human woman that's a dope spy, right? So it's kind of hard to... It, it's silly in and of itself that she would ever be able to stand to it. It's to a us. silly
1: visual, but, it, I mean, yeah. if you know the character, it makes sense. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah. I don't know. I just seem... What's the word? Soul non plus. it? just I, I, I found no, nothing about that. Now, th- this is may sound a, but, a little but hypocritical. But by, by your own... Coming your own from... Your
1: admission, you haven't... How many of the Marvel Studios movies have you seen? Just You've Iron seen, Man, seen Iron too. Man. So. Yeah, uh-huh. no, see. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, well, coming from cool, the That's cool, but dude,
3: Adventure Time's dope. That's cool.
1: It, <laughs>
0: coming, <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Coming from the dude that worships Transformers 1 to 3, it just looks, I don't know, it just looks like soulless spectacle to me. And I know it's a trailer, and there's not really supposed to be a story there. It's just supposed to get you, uh, get the, the juices flowing for the movie. It didn't do that for me. It was just like, whatever. It, I think the Hulk looks lousy. Wow, you're a hater. I'm not a hater. And, and he the, is a hater. You know, now did hater, you?
1: Hater. Now, now are you just you're just going by the 32nd spot from the Super Bowl? Did you go to Facebook or anything? no? I
0: saw the, the whatever they put out, like the longer ones. I saw those too. Okay, you did see those. Okay, it All just right. looks cold to me, and 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 wow. i just I That's... I love Firefly, but the Whedon dialogue, uh it pains me. We we have a Hulk. Yeah, it's, see. Man. I didn't
1: I didn't dissect it as much as you did. I guess I, I just, wasn't dissecting.
0: Well, I'm just commenting I, on that. Maybe you know, I did I know, dissect it. No, but I it.
1: didn't. But see, and and I know that I I'm. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that, no, there aren't things where I've I've heard or I'm not going to say that I don't look at a comic book page or, or read it and not dissect it. But I didn't, when I was watching it, I I guess I was just sucked into the moment. I was just, I was enjoying what I was being shown. So I wasn't, yeah. I didn't hear the Whedon dialogue. I didn't, I heard the same Tony Stark I heard in the first two Iron Man movies. I I, I can only go by what I've I'm judging it based on the other movies I've seen, so I'm not. You're here. here. Not you know, you know.
0: What my problem is, aside from from Tony Stark, I don't believe any of those characters are who they say they are. I don't believe that that's Thor. When I look at that guy, whatever his name is, oh, I, 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 right. I thought I, the Thor movie was it's
2: one of my favorites. Well, visually, yeah, you
0: know, I he, I don't believe that Thor. I don't really? believe that. Yeah, I don't wow. believe that's okay. Captain America either. Dude, you are tough.
1: I guess so. Yes. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Like if it
1: ain't by Kirby, I don't want to know about it.
3: If I didn't know that this is what you were going to say, I wouldn't have given you three minutes.
1: <laughs>
3: Yikes. Uh-oh. All right. Well, I don't have it. Uh, my Inner Travels, isn't it? Ah. Mute button,
1: dude. Dude. Jason, yeah. the, the mute Get button. Get off the mute. Get off the mute. My bad, my bad. Um,
3: <laughs> I said my, my Inner Travels is not to uh, read something, but to listen to something. Oh. Um. uh as uh, as you guys know, I have a long commute each day, so I listen to lots of podcasts and stuff. And uh, to be honest, like um, I felt like my my listen my my uh, my rotation was getting a bit stale. Mm. Um, there was some pod fading of some podcasts that seemed to not be around anymore. There were some that have dramatically changed their content. Let's say so I stopped listening to them. Um, so I needed some some fresh blood. And uh, and in a way, I'm embarrassed to say what I'm about to say because um i'm about to give props to podcasts that are done by by some of our buddies so um, i'm admitting basically that I, i'm late to the to the party here uh but you know it is what it is there's only so many hours in the day so um all i can say is that i'm listening now and i want to give them a shout out so three podcasts of dudes that we know personally that i want to say um give a listen uh first one is um mr paul montgomery who is an awesome oh, guy and a writer typewriter. for yeah, yeah, he goes by fuzzy typewriter, uh, he's a blog of that name and on uh, Twitter and the like, he's known as that. And he has the uh, fuzzy typewriter podcast, um, which, uh, one thing I'll say about Paul, if you've never heard him, he's, he's also frequently a uh, contributor to I Fanboy uh, podcast. He's got a fantastic like radio voice, Great very radio smooth voice, and deep. Yes. So he's perfect for podcasting. Uh, and he's, he's, uh, he speaks nice and slowly, something that I've been accused of not doing. Um, and, uh, and I've listened to a couple episodes now, and it's terrific. He has rotating uh, guests, um, and uh, the, I think the most recent one, or at least the most recent one I listened to, he talked about the movie Chronicle, um, which, which was cool because I really had no idea about this movie until I saw the trailers the other day. Um, and Paul is a big movie file, so um, I thought he did a great job. So I would definitely recommend that. Again, it's Fuzzy Typewriter Podcast. Um, the second one, and this is a happy anniversary, um, is to our buddy, Mr. Pat Loika. Um, Pat just celebrated his 75th uh, episode wow. of uh, Loicomania, nice. which is hosted on the uh, Comic Book Noise family since uh, which is uh, the home of uh, DAP's Marvel Noise as well. Yeah. Um, and the thing I'll say about Pat is, first of all, I can't believe it's been 75 episodes. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but second of all, he, you know, Pat is a mover and shaker. He knows people um and so he's had a phenomenal list of uh of creators on his show uh, and and the few that I've listened to in the last uh, week or two uh you guys know pat is a stickler for being positive you know like yes. he even gets mad sometimes when when we get negative uh and and sort of uh, gets upset and I understand that so his show is like 100% positivity um since he's an artist himself he asks really good questions of the guys Uh, And it was a blast. I thought, um, uh, in taking a page from, uh, from, uh, I guess, our our book and many others, uh, on episode seventy-five, he does Q and A. So, um, and and the other thing I'll say about Pat is he's a humongous collector of collected editions, and he broke down a bunch of the collected editions that I've yet to purchase. But after hearing him gush about them, I got to get them like ASAP. (laughs) So, mad props. And then, last but certainly not least. And uh, and this is one that I don't know what I was thinking about listening to it before this. And that is uh, the DCB podcast, otherwise known as the Distinguished Comic Book Podcast, starring ah. uh, Mr. Zach Cruzy and Mr. <laughs> ben Teed. Yes. Uh So that was the show of the three that I think is most like ours. I don't know if you guys have been able to listen yet, but it's Ben and Zach just talking about whatever comes to them. And, and like us, they have a wealth of, of experience in comics and love everything from... You know the new fifty-two to uh, to Baggy to you know Fr- Pim and Francie to uh, you know um, Frank Miller. You know they they, they cover it all. So um, I've listened to the last two episodes that they've done, and it's just terrific. They spent a lot of time Vince on episode twenty-five talking about uh, meanwhile uh, and, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 zoroastrianism and stuff. So uh, just great stuff. And again, those guys very good voices. Um, good friends, so their 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 banter is very natural. Um, so, yeah, so so mad props to all three of those. And if anybody else out there is looking to refresh their their podcast list and, and needs a, a new, uh, you know, pop culture or comic podcast or two, I would say those three should definitely be uh, worth your attention.
0: Yeah. Well, Zach's a dirty biter, so there's no... I mean, it doesn't surprise me that that his podcast is like ours. See,
3: so you're going to feel real bad about that because the whole time I'm listening to the episode, I felt like... Uh, I felt jealous because every moment he's talking about meanwhile he's getting st- stuck as to what to say and he kept saying I don't know where to begin with this and he was like I really have to do this justice by having an episode where we have Vince Beyond and Mario <laughs> and really deep delve into Aww. it and I was like man he loves Vince no, I'm like well, I
0: love yeah I, I work with the guy so. it's true so yeah. so you he's go biter. he's a damn biter though yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't trust a teacher man
0: you can and a Ditco file Oh, God. So he he's weird. List. He's weird. He does living stuff. and ran stuff. I know. I think he would it's have true. been an architect, but no, he's a teacher. I guess he is an architect of sorts, right? That's true, yeah, an He's an architect he's, yeah. of young minds. Right? That's exactly. true. All right. So what else we got? Still got some more time. <laughs> 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 do we have to go? I'm having too much fun.
1: I, I, oh, I, 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 I guess, I
2: guess you'll just this. have to listen That's to great. it again whenever you edit it.
0: Oh. <laughs> You're cold, Chris. Yeah. It's a
1: truth. Maybe we'll hear uh, the latest episode of Around Comics eventually.
2: Yeah, oh, so snap. that's why I got, well, I've got to edit it. Oh. get on it, dude!
1: You weren't doing both at the same time. You weren't editing. Yeah, while you were I know.
2: Well, you, you edit I know. that stuff?
1: Multitask, baby! Oh snap! Oh, Oh, snap-ity. oh. he's got to make sound look good. Sound good. Yeah,
2: I got to take out all the curse words.
0: Why <laughs> is that? Choking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, or not Jason, David. Yes, Should, should we, we lead out on the Adventure Time theme? You want to sing it for Jason? Oh, <laughs> kind of well, funny. you guys are <laughs> how
3: much, uh, how livid I am that my sons are now watching the show, right? It's awesome. I love and, it. And
1: Scotty Awful. Young loves it. That is awesome, dude. I, I really? can't believe how you, seriously. All right, no, I just, I want to know what about it? Don't yeah, you like? I'm
0: baffled. I find baffled. the whole thing
3: repulsive. I mean, literally <laughs> repulsive. <literally. laughs>
1: what? What about it? Do you like,
3: I watched it. I sat down. I'm like, all right, the boys are into it. Let me see if I can get into it. I watched. Sat down. Some episode where they're like in a a hospital and there's yeah. this disgusting nurse that's fucking like giving me nightmares. Yep, yep. All on them and like, you it just makes no sense. And then they like have to take all the candy and hide it in a in a in a, in a castle because something's gonna come and eat it. And uh, it's just it it, it was so non sequitur, and the art was so psychedelic. I hate it. Say
1: that about the art? Oh
0: no. Art? no,
3: I hated it.
0: Stop
1: oh, it. That's 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 crazy. Uh, and
3: I didn't realize, Vince, that the Meanwhile guy is the one that designed the characters.
1: Yeah, that's what he was telling you, yeah. Jesse
0: Monahan, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, forming, forming, forming. Yeah,
1: I did. did I say Meanwhile? I yeah, meant form. Dude, I I'm know sorry. you did. I know you did. Yeah, I meant forming, and it's. And, yeah. and 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 the creator pen, pen, the Ward—that's that's who does the voice for, for LSP Vince. Ah, that's Lumpy Space Princess's voice. But um, really, no, it's, it, yeah, it's <laughs> so hot, bad. I'm ready for you. i so bad. hot. <laughs> but just, I just know. And the thing is, when I, when I told Renee today that, that you detest it, she's seen that. Now she's seen a few scenes from it. Like like there was um that there was an episode a couple nights ago where where Jake.
0: You mean Renee the human?
1: Yes, for maybe human. She uh, and not Nanook the dog. They uh, they Jake was sick. He wasn't feeling well, and and he had and and so Finn had to tell him his story. And he's like, Jake, I'm Finn. I'm sick, and and he's like, you know, blanking me. And he so 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 Finn's like, well, where's the blanket? He's like, it's right here. So put it on yourself, dude. And he says, so he puts it on. And he's like, it's too hot. Soup me. And so she's all feeling bad because Jake is 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 ill, and. I told her that you detested it. She's like, she doesn't. She enjoys regular show. She she gets a kick out at it. And it. whenever she's it's got recorded, good taste. It, I know. So whenever it's recorded, because at first she was trying to say, well, I just watched it because you know you you liked it. But then uh, when I was showing her some scenes from, from from Adventure Time, she was like, oh, that's cute. But then it was an episode where they they met Ghost Princess, and she could not stand Ghost Princess's voice. Oh she's, like, she's like, I can't hear this episode so i was like all right but i just wanted her to hear the part where they were talking about how she was moitered and so so she she humors me by watching a couple scenes here and there and if i cue it up then, then she'll watch it but she's not into it like she is with a regular show but i mean she, she, she finds it very hard for you she finds it very hard to believe that you would use the word detest yeah. when describing the show because that's that's kind of that. That's on the harsh side. I mean, I could, you know, not like you, dude. All know. I can
3: say is it's just like SpongeBob. Like, I literally, it makes me like angry that that that, that people it's, like this kind hey, of show. That's on. That's crazy. It really does. Like, I'm, I literally was watching it thinking, I don't want my kids watching this. It's horrible.
1: That's crazy. That I don't see. I, I, I'm, I'm late to it. I didn't watch the first season. I just watched the reruns now. Then I watch the new episodes on, on Monday nights, but I don't. Dude, we have it on disc. We play them all I, the time. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I so I mean, I'm 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 late getting to it, but when it's on or when it's recorded, I'm gonna sit and watch it. When we get home if it's on, I'm gonna watch it. But I I can't. But I'm just I'm I'm sucked into the whole world. I mean, yeah. Jake Jake is awesome because you Jake's are Jake. I Jake's Jewish, so I mean, I love Jake. But it's it's Finn is just he's I it it's. It baffles me that that there's that word. Rigby and and, and Mordecai who are, you know, self described slackers, at twenty three years old. They're slackers and and Rigby of course is just gonna do whatever he can to not work. And then there's here's here's Finn who tries to do right by by this bubblegum and save the day, but yet you you can't stand the show that he's on. I just I I don't I don't get it. I, I'm trying to figure out how how your mind works, and I'm I'm I'm.
0: I, I think yeah. Jason Jason's gonna say like just accept it, dude.
1: I, well, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, have means... to, but I'm just like I don't I Unheard I can't. Of. I'm trying to find the... Yeah, seriously. I'm trying to find. The, I'm like where's the I I don't know where to disconnect is. I'm just I'm I'm lost. Fun will never end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for, for being here with us. Chris, you still here?
1: Because uh, yeah. <laughs> the first issue did come out today, didn't it, Vince? Yeah. I, know, big... and I, I mean, I don't want to rip salt in the moon. It's
0: okay. Big prop props to Boom because, or Kaboom, that's the kid's imprint of Boom, right? Uh, the first issue of Adventure Time came out today, and at three ninety nine, the sucker sold out in a lot of places. Good for them. A lot. I mean, I couldn't get one, and uh, I wanted one. So I guess I'm going to have to either wait for the second print because it has been, uh, I think it's announced, or it's been announced to shop owners because the local dude knew, knew that there was going to be a, a second print, or I'll just wait for the trade, which is probably what I'll do. I'm to have all that goodness in one book, you know, and then, you know what, and in a year from now, Jason will be like, I, I I, I so missed the boat on Adventure Time. I love it. Guess not. Yeah. I that's going to happen. <laughs> It's <laughs> not gonna happen, dude. Yeah, it's not gonna yes. happen. Just yet. yeah. We. Uh, uh, how I'm about the gi- picture, the picture he sent from the con of, of him throwing the yeah, finger, throwing at, the finger at <laughs> the inflatable exactly. chicken fin. We'll see. Hey guys, we'll see. don't worry. Thank, thank you for being here with us. We'll be back next week. We hope you join us. And in the meantime, go out and buy some comics, yes. please. Yeah, go buy some back issues because that's where the hotness is. It is. That is,
1: dude. That is. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, fine. Yeah, just. Yeah. And, if it's, it's like three for a dollar or fifty cents yep. each, just 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 stick your hand in the back issue bins, dig something out, and see where it takes you. I just <laughs> like I, I love Wolf. finding that. I, I just, oh <laughs> like like trencher, like like yeah, like like death blow,
0: death blow. No, just
1: just that's go a scary forward, thought, isn't see it? See what's oh, Generally, be Frank Miller. It's just there's just go and find old stuff. If if as much as you dig the new stuff, what's coming out now. Go back if you die. The old stuff is better. I'm sorry, but it is. Well, we say it's better, but yeah. But yeah.
0: I mean, we're old, so hey. Next week we'll be here. We hope you will be too. See ya. Love you. Bye. Yeah, Bye.
1: yeah, yeah. Soldier. Yeah, yeah.
4: Images, millions of images. That's what I. I got
1: orgasms. I got screams. I got all the images I a hit or whatever shit out. have. My power's coming. My power's coming. My power's coming.
4: I got millions, 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 millions of images of me, me.
1: rat called the puzzle me. All right. I'm finished with you're still a lousy fucking thing.
4: Images. Millions of images. That's what I...